Tracy Mitchell was not murdered. The chemical compound I found in her bloodstream was unlike any other I've ever seen. It contained large traces of zinc chloride. No human being could have that caustic substance in its veins without eating away its own flesh. I can only assume that some sort of mutation has occurred. Listening to the Buzz Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 263. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast. We're on today's show. We get drunk and show each other some of our more secret abilities. Oh, <laughs> I, I was just, not aware of this. And I just realized how awesome this is with the title you picked <laughs> in. <laughs> Mutating with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, neat. Uh, everything about this intro was a complete train wreck, and I love it. What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And I caught a bird. Oh, and I caught a... I caught a bird. I caught a, a brutus. You caught a brute. <laughs> that goes with the intro, too. Brute force. <laughs> so we are back in person. Hi, James. Hi. Touch me. Oh. Touch me. Mute, I can't. Mutate. I got, I got mutate. A, oh, I'm mutating. I got a puppy. I'm mutating. I got a puppy on my lap, so I can't. Oh, as do I. Apparently, we have his and hers puppies now. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> Aren't we cute? I, right? <laughs> right? I feel like I'm cheating on my girls at home. Well, they're just cats, dude. That's true. Fuck cats. They don't even have souls. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Uh, oh, I heard that. Yeah. Yep. He's got a, just, got a was, guest over there? It was just a big yawn. Anyway, uh, what's going on, guys? Hi. Hi, James. Hi. How's it going? Good. How's, how's life been since you were almost dying? Good. Well, you know, <laughs> after my... After my harrowing your, epic battle with the Omicron variant, your brush uh, with death. Yes, I've bounced back quite quite swimmingly. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah. Well, be be happy you got it now. Did you hear about what's going on with uh, the new threats now? No. I was reading about this earlier today. Okay. And uh, nothing like uh, creating a little bit of uh, you know global. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, panic. Panic. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Delta Cron. Oh no. Should we worry about the new COVID 19 variants merging? Oh, Experts say no. that the two variants can cross over to form a recumbent version of both variants. Plus, getting vaccinated against both COVID 19 and influenza is the best way to protect yourself from James Fluorona. Oh my god. <laughs> Fluorona Cron. What the fuck, dude? Jesus. Just stop. I'm like, uh, like, come on. I, is that even like? Is that even possible? According I don't to know. according to Al Jazeera, it is. But I mean, El, yeah, Al Jazeera is a, uh, it's a, it's a pretty popular news sure, news source. Sure. I I don't know. I don't know much about them. I don't read I, it myself. But like. It's just I like, don't come know. on. It's, it's like, come on. Yeah. We, we can barely get over having right. one type of thing here. Let's not start merging things. And <laughs> Well, honestly, I, there's, a, there's, there's a lot like, like, come on, Fluorona. <laughs> I feel like that's, I feel like there's like some. You got a fever coming on to Fluorona. You got a sniffle <laughs> and a cough. Ooh, Fluorona. <laughs> <laughs> Fluorona. 
Oh no, I'm Cut thinking. Cut it of, out. <laughs> I'm, am I You're thinking? Whip it. I'm yeah, thinking. No, whip no, it. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You were thinking. Whip. Yeah, it's. Uh, you were thinking of my Sharona. I think. My my Florona. Do 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 Florona. Oh, where's Weird Al when you need him? This dog is freaking out right now. Oh, you got Florona? Jesus. Brutus, the eater of worlds. Get away. Even I don't want Florona. Get away from me, man. Oh my God! I don't know, God. dude. Uh, I I don't know. Like, if you think about if you think about the like viruses, viruses want to survive just like any other. Sure. Um, viruses need loving too, just like any other organism, and that's why like that's why Omicron is so mild. Yeah. The virus is starting to learn. Hey, if we kill everybody, uh, that's not good for us. Did you learn that with like an exclusive interview with with the virus god? No, it's just this is the way viruses work, you know. So like it it makes sense that it makes sense that uh, like each subsequent um, each su- each subsequent variant would be more transmissible but just less gets, deadly, just right? Gets more pussified is what you're saying. Well, it's it's not no uh, it's it's more sly. Like it's like it, it it can it can slip into more people. Oh. But it so it's like the James but it Bond doesn't, of viruses. exactly, but it Got doesn't, it. but it doesn't kill them. Is it the Sean Connery? Right, like James Bond uh, is very selective about who he kills. Yeah, but he slips into a lot of. But people. he slips into a lot of people, <laughs> you know. So I like this. I like this. We should get a new variant named after Bond. The uh, Con- the Con- Conorona. 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 <laughs> All uh, right. Anyway. But, uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, of COVID, though, it's, it's so funny. I'm listening to a a quote unquote new podcast because I started from the beginning, so technically it's old. Is it this uh, one? No, it's called the Wild Times Pod. Okay. It's with uh, Forrest Galante. I don't know if you know who Forrest Galante is. I've heard he's the a, name. He's a wildlife I... biologist. He hosts that Extinct or Alive show uh, on uh, yeah, history yeah. Or, yeah. or Discovery. Uh-huh. Um, he's been on like Joe Rogan a bunch and stuff like that, which is how I found him. But he, uh, it's funny. It's just him and his friend doing a podcast and they had their very first episode the week before lockdowns in la oh so yeah. i'm listening to it from the beginning so it's so cute to hear them talk about how this is going to be over soon how it's only going to be like maybe a couple of months but oh because it started back in 2019 <laughs> it's, it's so it's so or 20, 2020 2020 rather it's just so yeah. cute though and how naive everybody was <laughs> yeah then. oh this will be yeah this will be because you remember you remember when they first said all right, 15 days to flatten the curve. Yeah. And that was never intended to like end the f- the pandemic, right? Yeah. It was just it was intended to not overwhelm the hospitals, sure, sure. which in effect it it did for a little while. Um but we were all like so put out by oh fuck, 2 weeks? I got to change my life for 2, two weeks? weeks? This is bullshit, dude. What are you crying about? Oh, God, she's going crazy over there. He, dude. He, sorry. Maybe I she. maybe it's because you Keep calling him a, uh, a she when he's a he. Oh, I don't assume um, his gender. <laughs> Are you okay? Maybe he's got to go outside. <laughs> Do we need to stop this already? Oh, no, fuck that dog. <laughs> it's really mean and rude. Um, yeah, it's just funny, like, thinking back to how we are like, we are like, oh, God. And then I was like, all right, this has been going on for, like, a month and a half. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck, man? Well, like, can we just be done with this already? They're even talking on the podcast. It's like, well, yeah, they're, 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 they're working on vaccines right now and this and that. Yeah. It's like, you, you <laughs> don't even know. So weird, dude. <laughs> We're going into year three of this bullshit. Yep, it's so yep. stupid. This is really testing us as a people. Yeah, I suppose so. You know? Yeah. But, um, test, testing me as a person who's 
not shooting people, but might think about shooting people. Yep. Uh oh. I'm, 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 I'm on a watch list now. I'm just shooting blanks. That's that's all I've been doing. That's that's how I get my frustrations out. Uh you and not Alec Baldwin, right? <laughs> it's topical like four weeks ago. We haven't no we haven't see, done Alec, the show in, in, see, in person in a long Alec, time, Alec, so it's Alec Baldwin is when you think you're shooting blanks, and then you're not, and you get into a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what happens there. <laughs> but um, anyway, though, what's been, uh, what's been new with you this week? Uh, not too much. Just uh, my kids are still on because my quarantine was 10 days, right? Yep. And then my kids had to do an additional 10 days after that. So it's been 20 days of my kids being off school, and they Lovely. go back to school on Monday. Lovely. And I am not excited about that prospect at all. Not at all. That does not make me happy that they will be going back to school. I can see it in your eyes. You're totally upset about this. (sighs) Uh, I I, I I love my children more than my own life. But but sometimes I just need them to leave the house for a while. I can say from being (laughs) in your house for a grand total of like three hours before we started here... um, (laughs) They are not sick. <laughs> no, they're definitely not sick. They are not sick <laughs> unless you unless you mean in the in the head in the brain because they are both psychopaths. <laughs> but uh, other than that, yeah, yeah, I haven't had too much going on. Just uh, just chilling, man. Yeah, J- just uh, just doing the thing. Yeah. So we yeah. made Nashville plans. We did. We made a lot of plans. We made today. a lot of plans today. We did. Uh, we planned our entire summers out. So we, I had, I had plans booked for Nashville already. Yes, because uh, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, you, hey, apparently Brutus Ear of Worlds is going too. <laughs> he loves, he loves John Mayer. Why are you? Bar- I think he's looking for his sister. Here, take him. You want to hold both of them? Yeah, yeah. Give me. You can hold both of them. I, I don't know. I can't get up though. Oh shit. Pass okay, the dog. hold on. All dog, right, dog, this way. Dog pass. Dog, <laughs> dog passed. Don't drop him. I got him. I got him. Okay. I think he just wanted to know where his sis was. Okay, you're okay. You're okay. Is he good? Okay. No, nope, he's falling off me. Oh. <laughs> this is a mess. <laughs> this is puppies, dude. This is like having babies again. It's ridiculous. She laid down right on her. Or he laid down right on. Oh her. hell yeah! He love he they love each other so much. It's um, so cute. Anyway though, uh, um, so yeah, we had we had plans because we we're going to Nashville. We're gonna go see John Mayer, mm-hmm. um, and we figured, hey, if we're gonna go see John Mayer, we've already seen him a couple times. We're like, let's go to Nashville. That'd be dope, right? Nash- Nashville's awesome. Playing uh, at the Grand Ole Opry, right? No, but oh. so- something similar. I think oh. it's the Bridgestone Arena. Oh, very similar. So it's kind of like the Grand Ole <laughs> the, Opry, the Grand Ole Bridgestone. Um, <laughs> and uh, and our buddy Adam McMillian, my one of my good friends from my band Search City. Lives down there, so oh, I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. Oh yeah, well you're going now yeah. too. So yeah, yes, that was the news. Yes. I'm going now. Yeah, too. we are gonna go see Adam. Oh fuck yeah! I've seen um, him for a long time. He can show us around, show us the ropes in Nashville the, the, a little the, bit. The famous drummer of Fire Russell Brand or what a Fire Brand, <laughs> whatever they're called. Firefly. Firefly. <laughs> hey, famous drummer of Search the City, dickhead. Uh, famous drummer of The Fall Away. Oh, that would right. Be, is that what it is? Well, that was our first band. Um, so we, sol- and then Mike decided that he's going today and that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we, so sol- we solidified some, uh, plans, camping to- plans. T- some plans to go to the zoo, mm-hmm. some camping plans and, uh, yeah, all kinds of cool stuff. So we got stuff, we got stuff in the works. We do. We've got a lot of fires in the iron. <laughs> iron <to> the- <laughs> 
got a lot of fires in the iron. I'm distracted by cute dogs. Yeah. Are they, um, is he still flipping out or what? No, he's okay. not flipping out. He's like laying down and just, he's, I don't have a very, uh, comfortable you don't have a very lap. big lap. I don't. Put the squishimal on your lap, dude. No, they're fine. They're fine. All right. We're good. Um, We're getting along. Just, do you hear him? Do you even hear him? No, he's not. He's not borking anymore. No, so borking. Bork, bork. Bork. Uh, what have you had going on um, besides besides uh, riding my my coattails for my fun trips? Oh, hey, shush. Uh, the girl and I took in the new Scream movie. Oh, very nice. We did. We cool. Did. Uh, I'd, I'd want, I'd realized I'd never seen a Scream movie in theaters. Now, granted, I was very late to the Scream game, though, too, because I did not even see the first original three movies until way later than everybody else. You were living in the Elmira house when you yeah, saw Scream so, for yeah. the first time, yeah, right? Yeah, so that was yeah. within the last six, seven years. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, though, uh, so we wanted to go see it. We, we rewatched Scream 4 because mm-hmm. we wanted to be caught up, right? And I remember when we did our podcast for it, I think it was like episode 30, it was late 30s, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. Um, I remembered us both saying we loved it, right? Did you re-listen to I see did. if that's accurate? I did. We both didn't love it. You liked it less than I did. Okay. I liked it. I gave it. I, had, I thought that I had a little bit more redeeming qualities, but we both thought that it was just kind of not that great. Right. Um, rewatching Scream Four. Yeah. That movie sucks. Does it really? Like it just didn't hold up. Like Kristen and I were watching it, we we're like looking at it, like this movie's not good. Like, really? <laughs> like I don't know. Like, I I was talking to my buddy Chris about it too. He seems to like it a lot more than me. So maybe it's just kind of like a circumstance thing. Like maybe it's better in a certain mindset. But yeah, I just did not like it rewatching it. So I'm like, okay, great, going into Scream Five. Did you watch it? Because all of the all of the Scream movies are uh, they have sort of a different angle to the sure to the meta it's kind of the point of it. that the they have it, yeah. like the original was like a straight up parody of of horror movies the second was a parody of sequel movies the third was a parody of reboots right or yep. the or whatever yep. like or the fourth was a parody of reboot yep right so even uh, like yeah. looking at it from that that angle that it's a parody of a reboot mm-hmm. that is very self-aware it still sucked um, kind of, yeah. I just didn't think I just didn't think that it was good. It was a lot of like the same beats over and over. It's like the movie started and then like every 15, 20 minutes it would just repeat. Okay. Like I just kind of felt like it just did that. So sure. going into Scream Five, I was like, okay, well, great, here we go. And that one was directed by Wes Craven. So going into Screen Five, even though I had heard a lot of good things about it, I'm not gonna give any spoilers away or anything, but like even though I'd heard a lot of good things about it, I kind of went in a little bit reserved. I was sort like, of ex- yeah. I loved it. Did you really? Loved it. Really? Like I, I if I had to rank my screen movies right now, mm-hmm. it'd be one, five, two, three, four. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, four, three. Four, three. Because three kind of sucks. <laughs> but four, three, just because four had enough redeeming stuff in it, I suppose. But like, sure. Uh, I loved it though. I That's thought it awesome. was, I thought it was absolutely great. So do not be afraid to go see it. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be. Well, for anybody, for anybody I like fear nothing. <laughs> for anybody on the fence though, thinking maybe it's not going to be good, it's fantastic. Cool. It's yeah. Really, really good. Cool. I'm stoked so, about uh, that. Did that. And also, I don't know if you heard about this. Um, I made a new best friend today. Oh, I made a new best friend today. I did. Uh, a life, even though I was confused at first. A lifelong goal of mine has been reached. I can, I can die. I'm not saying I want to get into a car accident on the way home or anything, but like I can die. Oh, happy. you won't have a chance. I'll kill you before yeah, you yeah. leave. Yeah. Um, I am now best friends with Fred Durst. <sighs> Damn, dude, Daddy Durst himself. <laughs> Daddy Durst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that works on so many levels. Um, I. 
<laughs> I reposted the stupid. Everyone's talking about this whole when we were young festival thing. It's literally been all people are talking about. It's crazy how it's insane how it just like flooded the timeline. I can't of wait every... to see the the sequel to the Firefest oh, documentary about how gonna, this thing goes. It's gonna now, granted, in fairness, Live Nation's putting it on, so I have a lot more faith in Live Nation actually doing it. Live but... Nation. I mean, a lot of people are pointing out that Live Nation also put on Astro World, which was a total disaster, which mm, nine people died at. True. But that that also had a lot to do with the talent being. Yes. Yeah, complete shit. This is this is warp tour. It's all uh, it is. It's right. warp tour. A one day warp tour. Uh, they added a second day. They added a second the, day. It's the exact same lineup though. Oh, so the See, way they're, they should have fuck. They should have split the lineup into two days. Probably should have. My buddy Phil did the math. Uh, I'll show it to you later. He did the math and posted it on Facebook, and he's <laughs> he like he actually broke it down. He's like, there's. Uh, what is it like? There's six stages. There's there's this many bands. Only three, I think. Was that I think okay? Like yeah. So he says there's there's this many stages, there's this many bands with a on average a 15 minute turnover per band. Blah 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 blah. He breaks it down. Each band is going to have 0.33 hours to play, which is roughly 20 minutes, which means they're going to be rushed sets and not very fun. Probably. Also, with the scheduling, you're not you're probably going to be able to see like maybe four or five of the bands that you want to see. My guess is that there's going to be smaller side stages too, like three main stages. <laughs> probably it's going to be exactly how Warped Tour. Yeah, was, I can't. My guess. Yeah, I can't imagine like uh, like like you know like the, this there's a couple like soundcloud pop punk kids on That's there the like thing. they're not going to be the, on the, the point main the, stages the point of the fest is it was it's called when we were young what the fuck are these new soundcloud rapper turned pop <sighs> yeah. stars doing yeah. like what are you doing here no you gotta travis barker fucking stop yeah you gotta <laughs> you gotta you gotta still please gen z for some <laughs> reason <laughs> no, you, no you don't no you don't anyway though uh so i posted this thing though where it's like the only way you're getting me to spend 300 dollars on a ticket plus accommodations to vegas for a few days is if it's this and somebody online had had edited said when we were limp and replaced every single band name with limp biscuit <laughs> so it's just like 40 sets of limp biscuit and fred nurse not only not only did he like my photo but he commented on it and said let's fucking go <laughs> i was like oh my god like i met i met work and i pulled my phone out and just like fred durst commented on your what? photo my heart sank i'm like what the like what is this i'm like i know i work in a church but jesus <laughs> he's come back <laughs> so 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 me and me and daddy durst are uh, best friends now that's awesome that's that's how that goes that's the dream yep, yep. that is the dream it really is you know it really is <laughs> what is your deal my man I, you, I maybe she's gotta like it's he it's him maybe, I, I keep saying she maybe what? he's got What's a poo wrong with you Hey, bark once if you got a poo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's wrong with you? Uh, but uh, anyway, though, that's uh, that's basically been uh, been my week. Cool, so, man. It's been... <laughs> hey, you are uh, you are ruining this show, Doug. All right, I'm sorry. Let's take a break real quick and figure out what the hell's going. Well, on. we got to take a break anyway, James. Oh yeah, because. We need to get into some corrections. That's from, the one <laughs> from last week. Correct that fucking dog. Yeah, you're really messing you're shit up. Microwave bound bitch. Oh my god. Stupid! You're so stupid. All right, James. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so for for corrections, uh, we're doing something a little bit different here. First, I need you to do me a favor. Yeah. And uh, raise your glass. Uh, okay. And chug whatever beer is in there. Oh jeez. All right. <laughs> here we go. Ziggy zaggy, ziggy zaggy. <laughs> Okay, I wasn't prepared for that. Nope. All right, there's another beer. Before we get to the beer for the week, there was another beer <laughs> in the bag that I couldn't not buy. Okay. It should have been the beer for last week. 
And I didn't see it until just today. Oh. So we're doing a flashback to last week because it doesn't work for literally any other week. Really? And you'll see why in a minute. What? Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> the can is awesome. I can't I know, tell right? what it is yet. Right? Oh, man. Is this just called 2020? No, it, it, look, Where, read the side. The, uh, oh. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Oh, that is awesome. I didn't see it last week. I saw that single can just sitting on the shelf. I'm like, I got to get it. We're talking about last week corrections. So we're going to go back to the first of 2022. So, <laughs> so on our on last week's show, which was our sixth, uh, The Shape of Drunk to Come, mm-hmm. a look ahead at 2022, <laughs> this beer is a triple dry hop double India pale ale called Fuck 2021 as well. <laughs> It literally is the only beer I've ever seen with the word fuck on the can. That's amazing. And it's not like F like star CK. No, it's it's just straight up. Straight up. Fuck 2021 (laughs) as well. I love that it says as well, too. So it's got, it's it's a really cool can, too. It's It's an um, amazing can. It's all black and orange, and it's got this uh, awesome picture of a of a, like a skeleton holding a bunch of roses with a shovel on his knees. And he's sitting in a graveyard, and the uh, the the uh, headstones say 2020 and 2021. <laughs> yeah, dude, this would have been perfect for last yep, week. Yep, yep. Um, All right, so crack that beast open. So this is a 9.7 percenter. Yep. Awesome. It's a thing that's happening tonight, apparently. Okay. Uh, so here's how we're going to do it this week. Yeah. Since, uh, since we're drinking this now, mm-hmm. we're going to go straight from... What was that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to go straight from corrections into the news okay and then we'll do what we're drinking after that to kind of spread these apart a little bit okay does that work for you yeah that's cool. that's fine all right so uh this is a would this say this is a triple hopped india pale ale uh store cold fresh brewed and packaged by abomination brewing company we've had an abomination i want to say abomination's the other company with those sweet <clears throat> cans the I one, think, yeah, I think, yeah, it's like like, like uh, drawn and quartered or something like that. Yeah, drawn and quartered. Yep, I think that was abomination. I think you're right. Yep. Um, and this has label art by Sam Heimer. It's it's an incredible can though. Really, it really cool. Is. Uh, for more info, no, that's it. So there's no write up or anything, but right. it, it it's pretty much self explanatory. Fuck 2021 as yep. well. <laughs> don't 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 hog it up. I'm not here. Pass it down. Don't hog it up. Pass it down. I didn't know there was chicken in this beer. <laughs> that's that'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> Chunks of chicken in the beer. Ew. <laughs> gross that is uh extremely opaque it's but it's it's opaque but it's opaque orange it is yeah i mean my favorite beer is orange so it looks like uh it looks like a nice frothy manmosa oh it does oh mama well cheers to uh to 2021 going to hell yep and uh (laughs) hopefully a brighter future for us cheers bud Ooh. Wow. You can taste how strong that beer is, but it's yeah, delicious. It is really good. Oh, my God. But it's very strong. It tastes like an alcoholic creamsicle. Yeah, that, it does. That's what it tastes like. It does. It's really... Is it um, brewed with oranges, did you say? I didn't say anything of the sort. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it's a triple, triple hopped I, uh, IPA. 
Okay. Yeah. And there's definitely citrus. Oh, I said I said that the I said the label was all black and orange. Oh, okay. Maybe that's there's, what. There's definitely citrus in this though, for sure. There's orange. Well, I, I all all IPAs have sort sort of a citrusy. This is especially like uh. But New to England be creamsicle layered, layered. Yeah. To, to, to for it to taste like a creamsicle, there's got to be orange in it. But anyway, though. No, the you're reason, right. You're right. The reason that we are going back to the first episode, which was our last episode, yeah. is because there's a couple of movies we forgot. About looking forward. Okay. That I'm a bit ashamed about. Oh, that no. we missed. Okay. So part one of corrections is going back and adding these two. First is uh, Ty West's new movie, X. Oh. We love Ty West. Yeah. I actually don't think that I knew about this movie until after we recorded, uh, so that doesn't really count that we forgot I it, but agree I'm with still that, putting I, it on there. I didn't know about this movie. I, I didn't know about this movie until, I think, three days ago. Yeah. Somebody was talking about it. I think it news broke on it maybe a week ago, something like that, but yeah. it was like right after we recorded. Okay. Um, but yeah, X, the new Ty West movie. Ty West is one of those guys where every single one of his movies has a different feel to it, mm-hmm. and he's so good at what he does. His last Last movie was a western with uh, Ethan Hawke and John Travolta, yeah. uh, if memory serves. Yeah, uh, in a valley of violence, I think. It was I never called. saw it, but uh, uh, I, loved, I. I own it. I love the innkeepers. I loved uh, um, House, of, House of the Devil, <sighs> The Sacrament, like yep. and like you said, all three of those movies are very different, so different, wildly different, yeah, and so good. All he's of them. just such a good filmmaker. Yeah. and uh, X is about uh, it's a porno shoot, basically. It's uh, in the seventies, and they're shooting pornos, and they. But the, the, they're staying at this house out in the country, and the person who owns the house like doesn't really know it. And so he's like, oh, well, my wife is sleeping upstairs. I would appreciate a little bit of discretion. It's got, but it like, turns out his wife is like crazy, and I don't know. It looks uh, awesome. It's, it's like, it's got, uh, it's got, um, it's got House of the Devil vibes to it a little bit. Well, that, but then also uh, Deborah Logan. Yep. Because because of the creepy old woman, but also the creepy old woman, the 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 grandmother from the visit. Oh yes, you know because yes. she's like she's sundowning and she like yes, queen. she loses. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> she like she loses her shit when yep. the sun goes down. Like sundowning is a creepy. I, I know it's more sad than anything in real life. Sure, but as a as a horror movie element. That's it's a very creepy idea to sure. me. Sure, no, I agree um, with you. I agree with you 100. So yeah. Uh, the other movie that we've missed... also Britney Snow playing a porn star. I'm not gonna, <laughs> you know, put some, put some snow on her slopes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very nicely done. Um, the other movie that we uh, just completely missed, and this trailer was even out when we did the episode. Oh, I don't know how we missed it. Studio Six Six Six. Oh, how did we miss the Foo Fighters slash Evil Dead slash recording horror movie? Are you sure that it does? It was the... out. It was out. Well, yeah, we didn't see the trailer until after. But it was out though. Okay. We just missed it. Wow. Um, yeah, if you've never heard of this, the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters. The, the Foo Fighters are starring in their own horror movie, and it's directed by B.J. McDowell, who did a ton of Ash vs. Evil Dead episodes yeah. and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it literally looks like the Foo Fighters. You ever seen that Foo Fighters doc uh, back and forth? Yes. Where it goes through their entire discography, like yes. the whole di- uh, uh, documentary. And then yeah, it's awesome. the last third of it is them recording Wasting Light. Yep. It's like the last third mixed with Evil Dead. Totally. And yes, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> what else is there to say about it? Yeah, uh, yes, I, yeah, Foo Dave, Fighters, it's one of our favorite bands, yeah. and they all look surprisingly well acted in it, which is weird. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, uh, Nate Mendez is a little weird, but <laughs> Mendel, Mende- Mendel, yeah, uh, um, yeah, but I, I, that's it's so hit or miss with, with uh, when you have musicians doing 
like uh, taking like, on acting roles. Kiss, Meet the Phantom in the Park. You ever yeah. seen that? It's great. Or, or Cradle of Fear. Oh, so good. <laughs> um, Audible. but some, I mean, like, yeah, like some of the guys look natural. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Uh, uh, what's his name? Rami Jaff, Rami, Rami, Rami Jaffe. Rami Jaffe. How do you yes. say? It? I didn't realize his voice was so low. Oh yeah, did you ever see? Did you ever see the um, uh. uh carpool karaoke episode with them um i have but <laughs> i don't remember him back, talking he's in the back seat he's one he's one uh uh who's the host of that uh uh, uh, James Corden. J- James Corden. He's like, so what was it like being in Nirvana? And then God, before, that's an amazing before, British accent. Say, what was it like being in Nirvana? He's very Cockney. Um, <laughs> no, but he's, he's asking Dave Grohl that, and then Ramey from the bed goes, wait, you were in Nirvana? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> that's awesome. It's so good. Uh, but uh, anyway, Studio 666 and X are the two movies we missed that they needed both, to be on that yeah, list. Yeah, and they should have been, because they yeah. both look like a lot of fun. So, um, Cheers one more time to cheers, last buddy. week. With cheers last and, week's beer. And uh, hey, fuck 2021 as well. Mm. Mm. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I have to imagine then Abomination probably had a beer called Fuck 2020, right? Um, maybe. They, don't they, you they, think, they, I mean, don't you think that they would have right? like continued the. That just makes sense. It so, just makes sense. It just makes sense, James. Makes so um, so I'm going to go ahead and say that you're right about that. Yeah. Um, anyway, though, uh, my next correction, though, from last week, that super swanky Ghostbusters answer the call set that I was talking about yeah, uh, is Japanese only. Oh, uh, okay. So you, uh, you can get it here. You might not be able to play it here. Yeah. But it does exist in Japan. Right. Uh, which I like that movie. So I would like to have that. Answer the call? Any... Yeah. That's the, the remake. Yeah. The re- yeah, the, yeah. The, the the Paul Paul Feig yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It was fun. I was going to say the Paul Rudd movie. I'm like, no, that's not. Wasn't that's a, not right. like, like, like we said last week, it's not like a, it wasn't necessarily a Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> I'm not saying it was a bad guy. I'm not saying it was a bad movie. It, it just, you know, it was fun. Yeah. Just doesn't really fit with the rest of the, the shit, no. you know? Uh, and then also that other variant that I was talking about was not from France. It was not from France. Uh, oh, you mean you mean oh Macron? Oh Macron! Oh, Macron! No, it was it was from somewhere else, and I I had looked it up and I didn't write. I wrote it down, but my thing didn't save. Oh, and now you're I doing don't, you're doing good. I, I know now I don't remember where it is. If we go back, uh, just keep listening. If we break again, I'll look it up real quick. But yep. it was not from there. It was from like uh, it was somewhere else in like Africa somewhere. I think it was one of those doctors, not the Serengeti, but like somewhere over there. Well, in South South, South Africa, that's South where Africa. that's where Omicron came from. Yeah. Okay, so it's not that. That's not. No, no, it's about. not that. It was. It was another place, or whatever. But okay. Uh, anyway, though, those are uh, those are your corrections. Uh, I will correct. Uh, I think. W- wait, what's what episode are we on? Two sixty three. Two sixty three. Okay, I think I have two more episodes to read the short story that <laughs> Antlers is based off. Of. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and that might be a correction. So uh, that's it. Yep. Okay, well, like I said, we're going to skip uh, what we're doing this week. Everyone knows what we're doing this week. No, they don't. We haven't said anything. Um, <laughs> right. But we're going to get into the bleed feed first so that we can finish these beers before cracking the new beers. This is blowing my mind I know, right? right? Now. We're killing everybody here. Wow. Uh, well, so that's what we're drinking from last week. Let's get into the bleed <laughs> feed. <laughs> Weird. The bleed feed. Uh, another thing that uh, we need to explain today 
is the title of our, our episode. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to let you handle this one. Mutating with the boys. Mutating um, with the boys. Well, this one... Just as sexual as you think. <laughs> Every bit. Every bit is sexual. Uh, this one is this one is sort of a, a shout out, and also, uh, we'll, we'll m- as as we always do, we'll jump into the bleed feed with the deaths for the week. This one is not quite as um as serious as some of the other oh it's serious uh, deaths from the rest of the uh, the news here, but R.I.P. to one of our favorite bands. Uh, yeah, I think I think much like the Scream franchise, you jumped on. A I jumped bit, in a little, little bit late. I jumped in at Gutter Phenomenon. That was my first. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I jumped into Gutter Phenomenon. You didn't, didn't really get into them until really just like the past them. couple of yeah, years. Yeah, I liked right? a couple of tracks off of that yeah. record, yeah. but it wasn't until recently that I started like really going deep into their their whole discography. Okay. So rest in peace to uh, Every Time I Die, which also sounds like a horror movie. So that fits. Rest in peace to every time no, I no, die. No, every time I die sounds like a great oh. horror movie title. <laughs> it so does. it fits. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> um, yeah, um, every time I die has been one of my favorite bands for since I I think my sophomore year of high school. So what you're saying is that it got you through puberty? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Every time I cry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I need more lube. Cry harder. <laughs> Why is my body changing? <laughs> Keith, tell me. <laughs> Your father-in-law? Uh, <laughs> not that, Keith. Um, yeah, dude, this is this is such a huge bummer. No, um, it, it really is. And oh, and so d- mut- mutating with the boys is a is is in reference to their song "Decaying with the Boys." Uh, so there you go. That's that explains the title, but also R.I.P. to every time I die. Uh, just oh, just weird a very how this all odd went down. last month. If you're Absolutely. a fan of the band, you're fan and you're following it. It's also very strange to read sort of the behind the scenes like because you have basically the singer who was ostracized from the band and so you have like the four members of the rest of the band on one side you have the singer on the other side and they're giving like these conflicting reports <clears throat> back and forth it's like a really which, bad which is weird divorce. because there's brothers involved like yeah. keith buckley the vocalist and jordan buckley the guitar one of the guitarists they're brothers like yeah. there's 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 nobody an un- nobody th- fights like brothers there's nobody fights like brothers but there's also an unbreakable bond you like an un <laughs> that was a bad one an un <laughs> there's an un <clears throat> there's an unbreakable unshakable bond or at least there's supposed to be between it sounded like you were crying <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> <laughs> this is serious, Mike. This is fucking oh, serious. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, time I almost died. Jesus Christ. Um, I, like I don't know. Uh, see, I'm not one of those types. Of, I know a lot of people who are have like severed ties with their siblings and sure. stuff. So do I. I don't. I don't. I cannot. I don't get it either. I don't get it. Most of those people are the kind of people who are hardheads and and just don't right. Understand they can't how to like admit when they're wrong. They yeah. can't. They don't possess apologize the, when they, they need to. They don't possess the skills to work problems out. Sure. They just don't. Sure. That that yeah, absolutely. Um, so the fact that there's brothers involved, it, like it's just been a weird month. There's like some there was some weird stuff that went down on Twitter where there was, like you said, conflicting reports, and sure. then all of a sudden Keith Buckley like how I found out about this was me and Carney wanted to go to the Under Oath and Every Time I Die show I mean, I in March. I still want to go to that show. But. And Under Oath just po- like I found about, out about this through Under Oath. They posted something the other day that said uh, Every Time I Die has been one of our favorite bands for years. We blast their music in our bus 
unapologetically as loud as it can go and i was like this seems real this this sounds like a eulogy like what is this and so i started digging and i found uh keith buckley had posted the oh, yeah. cease and desist that the rest of the band had sent to him i'm like what the fuck yeah dude? Like, it's crazy after tw- and and then his his statement that he released about how He's like, after 20 years of giving everything that I have to this band and to the fans of this band, I'm just, it's gone. I'm not, I'm not allowed to, I'm not allowed to say that I'm not allowed to use the name anymore. I'm not allowed to get on Instagram and tell the fans how much I, they mean to me. Like funny. They sent that cease and desist to him. Right. But then they retracted that by saying, well, here you take the band. You and, take the name, and there, and he's just like you no, take the name, but every is... time you do something, pay us. Yeah, that was well, what a bullshit that's, move. That's, that's lawyers. How that's rights lawyers, work? Dude. That's how rights work. In fairness, but no, they could have. They could have just cut ties. They could have. That was the lawyers going. You better. You should at least kill. I feel like what the, I feel like what that was was them realizing that they were going to come off looking bad. Oh, dude, and too fucking so, late, so, man. So the way, so the way to fix that is, well, you can you can continue being every time I die. It's not just going to be with us. Like, but you're going to look bad because if you continue on without us, it's not going to be the real band. It was win win for them. It is, yeah. Even though it made them look like shit in the end. Like, yeah. if I like, I don't, I, I don't want to like choose sides necessarily. Because like Andy Williams, for example, seems like a good stand-up dude. Like I don't know. I think I don't know where the drama. Comes I think from. when it comes down to it, they're probably all really good guys. Well, uh, I think that I think that there's some irreconcilable differences between Keith and Jordan. That's the brothers. probably the main catalyst, right? So unfortunately, though, it kind of seems like everybody else is on the side of Jordan for whatever reason. Um, well, Keith sounds like he underwent a lot of changes in his life sure. throughout the pandemic. Like he's he's sober now. Like he just he spends a lot of time meditating and just kind of focusing on but, what's important to him, and it doesn't really align with how. And also, I think he became a little more political. Which well, I think, he did. No, he did. Him and Jordan are at opposite <clears throat> ends of the spectrum politically. Okay. That being said, he said in his uh, in he said in his statement that they should have broken up back in 2016. 2014. Or 2014, rather. Which is when, uh, so, I think... Low uh, uh, Lives X Lives came out. Came out. Yeah. yeah. So the thing is, there's been issues for a long time. Yeah. Um, apologies if nobody cares about music. But well, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We like music. <laughs> it's our show. And if you and don't listen every time I die... You should. Just go listen to them. Yeah. And if you can't... Keith Buckley is the best lyricist. He's incredible. Of our generation. He's incredible. I don't care if you don't like the style of music. Have you heard Limp Bizkit? <laughs> <Cheer>! <laughs> yes, I have. My best friend? Come on. Um, <laughs> Douchebag. I'm going to fuck you up. Listen. Fuck you. Fuck you. All jokes aside, Keith, Keith, Buckley, uh, Keith Buckley is, like, uh, like I said, if you don't like the type of music, it's fine. Sure. But if you just read his lyrics... He's one of the best lyricists he's of our generation. Books of poetry, hasn't he? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick those up then. Yeah, he's fucking incredible, yeah. dude. Anyway, the um, rest in peace to every time I die. Uh, you will be missed, and hopefully, in twenty years' time, you'll get back together and totally old man screamo will come back into fuck yeah, existence. Dude. When uh, <laughs> when we were young, <laughs> during when we were young, fest twenty five. <laughs> back in my day, we screamed like this. <laughs> okay, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got a prune? <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> all right, moving what? on. Here. I've seen Dune. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said we're supposed to go soon. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, we're done. <laughs> <are you> doing? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I just pooped myself. Oh, speaking of people taking a shit, Hannibal Rising and Moon Knight actor Gaspard Uel. Moon Knight isn't even out yet. Jesus Christ. Oh, jeez. Uh, Hannibal Rising and Moon Knight actor Gaspard, uh, Gaspard Uliel, I'm going to say how I say his name, uh, yeah. has passed away at the age of 37. Yikes, too Bummer. young. I'm not super familiar with him in, in total fairness, but... Okay. um. The uh, the new Moon Knight series that's coming out soon looks incredible mm. uh, with Oscar Isaacs. That looks mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, Hannibal Rising is legendary in and of itself. Um, but yeah, it says that he uh, he was uh, what happened here. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He had a head injury and didn't survive. Oh my god! Uh, ski accident. Oh, that's no. what it was. I had read this and then I forgot. Uh, he age of thirty seven. Uh, he was in a bad ski accident and uh, sur- uh, had some bad head injuries and did not survive from it. Wow. So that's super shitty. That reminds me a lot of the um, Sonny Bono. Well, well, obviously Sonny <laughs> Bono, yes, but uh, the guy from Star Trek. Uh, what's his name? The Russian kid. Um, oh, Anton. Yelkin. Anton Yelkin. Yeah. Well, he it's wasn't. F- he wasn't Russian, no, no, but no, no. no I, Russian, I mean. At least, of Russian descent, yeah, yeah. whatever, yeah. Or you, maybe Ukraine, whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, uh, that, that area of the world. Sure. The point is, though, super young, freak accident, had a huge career probably ahead of him. See? Like, just sucks. Uh, I just, like, freak, like, what happened to Anton Yelkin, that was a freak accident. Sure. If you go out skiing, you're taking a calculated risk. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, and here's the thing. Wear a fucking helmet. When you go skiing or snowboarding, sure, uh, sure. I don't know if he was or not. He I mean, he may have saying the head injury. I'm going to say probably not. He may have been like all I can tell you. Like the, when I was in Colorado and I broke my collarbone, had I not been wearing a helmet, I would have had much bigger problems than my collarbone being broken because yes. my head fucking slammed into the to the ice. Like wear a helmet. Yeah. You know, save save your life. The the saddest mm-hmm. part about the story is that uh, he is survived by a six year old son. Oh God, yeah, that's, dude, it's, that's that's so shitty. I can't with that. That's awful. So so shitty. So rest in peace, uh, Gaspard Ulel. Yeah, U L L I E L. Ulil maybe. Ulil, yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, so rest in peace, though. Yeah, uh, also, we got a lot of dust this week. This this yeah, this, this last crazy, two weeks dude. has fucking sucked. Crazy. Bob Saget. Ugh. And these aren't all horror people, but these are people we grew up with. Yeah, most of like, these this week. These so. are important people. They are. They are. Uh, Bob Saget died at 65 years old. Um, Bob Saget, he had just done, he had just started a tour of stand-up. Uh-huh. He, had just, he had just performed. And I guess from the, all the reports that I had heard, they had found him and his hand was over his heart. So yeah. it sounds like a heart attack. You know, he did he did a lot of drugs back in the day. So I don't, I don't know if that's, uh, I don't know how accurate that is report is like i've only seen it in the type of publications that would well that's frankly fair. would that's make fair. that kind of shit up well it doesn't shock me though because but like they I said, are they are saying possible heart attack yeah. possible stroke so it doesn't shock me i mean not to make i'm not trying to like make light of this or anything like that but the guy did do a lot of drugs back in the day sure yeah so to like anybody that does that it's like i i it it it's not <laughs> so shocking when they pass away earlier than they're supposed to when they've put their body through a lot of shit when yeah. they were younger that being said, though, so fucking sad, man. I grew up on Full House and America's Funniest Home Videos. Well, like, that dude, was that was like my we my just, life. We just introduced with those sitcoms. We ju- we just introduced my daughter to Full House, uh, like two weeks ago. Oh yeah, and she's been she's on season five. She already. loves it. Doesn't she, she? Fu- loves it, dude. Um, and so she like when, not to follow in the footsteps of the twins. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. That'll be a talk that comes later. <laughs> 
You see the little shit heels? Actually, no, the middle daughter. She's the one you Oh, yeah, no, the twins are billionaires, dude. Well, yeah, they're also crazy. They're also shit, weird, but. yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, it, it's... Yeah, I, I grew up with that. Like, TG, TGIF, Funny yep. Some Videos, all that stuff, dude. Like, And f- from all from all accounts, he sounds like he was like the most loving person ever. Like, the type of dude who would do anything for anyone. Yeah, I... And, 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 and like... Aaron and I were talking about it earlier today. Like he's he, the kind of example that he set. Because people would say like, he's the type of guy who would just. We might not have talked for two, three, four, six months. Oh sure. And he would just text me and just say like, "Hey man, I just want to let you know that your friendship means so much to me, sure. and I really love having you in my life." Like yeah. that kind of shit. Like the type of stuff that literally takes ten seconds to do, mm-hmm. but nobody does. And I was like, man, I want to be more like that. I want to stop being so such a shitty person and like actually be a nice person. I know? would appreciate that. Oh yeah, that'd I be, know that'd be cool. Yeah, haven't um, you noticed how nice I've been to you? I have. I, I cooked have. you dinner tonight. Hey, you did. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks for smashing my potatoes. Um, so oddly enough, though, uh, we can we can say that he was like the greatest dude because we're not that far away from a six degrees of separation from him. Uh, Vito is. Uh, old college friend, mm-hmm. uh, a guy named Matt Dressel, uh, wrote a film called Killing Daniel that Bob Saget starred in. It was the last movie that Bob Saget was in. Really? Uh, they just finished it in 2021. Yeah. Shit, like really? so. So like like Vito's buddy mm-hmm. uh, wrote the movie that Bob Saget last starred in, wow. which is crazy. Yeah. So and and by all accounts, the nicest guy on the face of the earth. Yeah. Like there's video that was put out of him doing some press releases, and they were done for the day. And Bob's like. Do you want me to do like more? Do you want me to do like a, a general one? Do you want me to do this? Do you want me to do that? Like he's just giving of himself, like yeah. to try to make this movie a success. Like, he's like just a nice guy. I like, had just a, the best. I had a I had a person in my uh, my leather craft uh, chapter. We were talking oh, you're like in a chapter now. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm wearing the shirt tonight. Um, I have been for like a year and a half. Thanks for paying attention to my life. Yeah. Um, I don't wear your shit. <laughs> and I was you're wearing my belt right now. Yeah. Um. And, and that doesn't count. Somebody said, "Oh man, rest in peace, Bob Saget." And and this guy was like, uh, "Was like, oh, well, he's a shitty person. Like he even he even they even made fun of him on Entourage as as like as like being uh, you know Entourage, which is known as." Uh, a show about toxic masculinity. Oh, those shows were so that, overblown that yeah. even even those guys thought that he was a dick on the show. I was like, but he played himself, which means he was clearly in on the joke. Yes. Like he was playing a parody of Th- himself. That's, that's still scripted TV. <laughs> yeah, like I was just like, every you know, <laughs> actor that was on that show playing themselves was playing a caricature of themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and I was just I was like, I, I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't talk about this with you, right, you guys. So rest in peace to Bob Saget. Moving on. Uh, this is just today this happened. Um, comedian Louis Anderson Louis. died. Died on, at the man. age of 68. Also way too young. Uh, he died, though, of uh, battle with cancer, mm-hmm. uh, which I didn't even know that he had cancer. I don't think a lot um, of people did. Paulie Shore, I actually, I don't. he didn't break the news, but Paulie Shore put up a big... Uh, a, <laughs> I think Paulie Shore did sort of a will. dick move, actually. What do you mean? Well, Aaron was telling me earlier, like they hadn't they hadn't released any information, like they hadn't even told people that pa- that uh, Louis was sick. Oh, and Polly Shore was invited to the hospital to say his goodbyes, right? 
and then he left and he posted on social oh, media oh i'm so happy shit. that the family can't let me come in and nobody I nobody even realize. knew that louis was sick and nobody knew that louis had died and then so Polly Shore put that out, and I everybody's didn't like, "What the that he, fuck?" I didn't realize he put that out before he died. Yeah, and well, Yikes. I think it was. Yeah, it was so, like. Well, I'm reading his tweet now. He goes, "He's still with us, but keep him in your prayers." So that right. that makes. Perfect but nobody sense there, even yeah. knew that he was Ooh, about yikes. to die. Polly, <laughs> so Polly, it was, it was not the not the smartest move. Polly, you are Lehu <clears throat> Zahar. Wow. Well, I'm a Jim Carrey there. <laughs> really, really weird. <laughs> I know, right? Anyway, though, um. I one of my favorite shows growing up was Bobby's World, mm-hmm. and uh, the Louis Ar- uh, Louis Anderson show, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, Life with Louis. What Bobby's was World. Bobby's World was great. Yeah, he wasn't in Bobby's. No, World. No, no, no. I know, but I but I put these two shows together. Oh, I used to oh, watch yeah. them together. Yeah. Um, what was it called though? Fuck. Um, uh, the uh, Louis Life with Louis. Yeah, Life with Louis. Wasn't it just called Louis? No, it was no, no, no. That's a different show. He had a show that was just called Louis. No, this was his animated show, though. Oh, the animated show. The animated show, yeah. Yeah. It was called Life with Louie. Is that what it was? Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. What's wrong with me right now? I don't know. I used remember. to love it, though, when I was a kid. Um, is it Life with Louie? Look it up. Yeah, I think so. Look it up. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's Life with Louie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That show was fucking great, Yeah, it was though. hilarious. Uh, between Howie Mandel, though, on Bobby's World, and uh-huh. Louie Anderson, Life with Louie, like, these comedians had these great animated lives yeah. back in the 90s. Yep. Like, if you were a comedian, you could have had a... a, a <clears throat> animated show back uh-huh. then um but he he's been a, a just a, a ton of stuff though like super sad rest in peace louis anderson um you you will be missed sir yeah very funny guy all right i'm moving on to probably <clears throat> the biggest one um because i would do anything for love no i would do anything for love no, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. No, <laughs> no one do anything for love. No one knows what that was, but he wouldn't do it. Yeah, he w- wasn't it. Wasn't it? He wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't. Um, like, I thought this was like a point of contention where no one actually knew what. I that thought was. it was like he would do anything for love, but he wouldn't go like sneaking around behind your back. Like I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. That's, I won't. Ooh, I won't like. I won't step out on you. you maybe know that's what I mean. What it is. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Is that I, right? I, I feel I like that's right. Here's I have the no thing. idea. Meatloaf, his entire life has been shrouded in mystery. Did you know that nobody knows his actual true? age um, because i did know that because the, i'm the one who told you that earlier <laughs> oh i read it earlier too and that's where i got it from so go I, wasn't fuck paying, yourself. I wasn't paying attention for real to you. go fuck yourself but um no that's right you put a snapchat thing up and that's why i read no, that's right it. ah yes. there it is i didn't know that though but yeah like his the date that he would give people was different than what was on his like travel visas which was different <laughs> than what was on his birth certificate i don't know how you how you his, managed to do that but all the articles say it was widely believed <laughs> yeah. that he was 74 and i'm like god that's fucking <laughs> awesome dude like to be to be that enigmatic even posthumously like like nobody nobody knows no. Like I want a mystery about myself. What's in the gravestone? Question mark. Right. Or it's like or it's like to like like 74-ish. <laughs> it was like, we think he was 74. <laughs> I think that's just, I think that's cool. And like, and then when somebody asked, because uh in his autobiography, there was a claim that he was a certain age, that he was born in 51. Yeah. Or no, that he was born in 47. 
<laughs> and then he showed somebody a travel visa with the the date birth of date of 1951, yeah. and they said, "What's what's with the discrepancy?" And he says, "I I just." like lying yeah. to people about it <laughs> it's like on your travel visa like so that's, maybe that's what he that's means about, i won't do that maybe oh. he's been lying all these years it's a different thing to every i'll do person. anything for love but i won't tell you how old i am <laughs> <laughs> and do me a favor don't tell me how old you are <laughs> i swear i'm 27 years old um anyway rest in peace to meatloaf that's who we're talking about can i just tell you real quick yes one of my i mean i Two of my two of my favorite memories of meatloaf. Okay, one is driving, uh, driving down the road to a campground. I want to say in Cadillac, Michigan. Yep. Uh, with with Greg, and Greg had memorized all the lyrics to the. Ex- I think there's an extended version of "I Would Do Anything for Love." Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure. Okay. I know I know that like the popular version is five minutes long. I thought that there was like a twelve minute version. I don't know, but. Uh, Greg had memorized the whole thing, and we had my parents put it on, and he fucking just sang his heart out in the back seat the entire song for my parents. It was incredible. Um, that's my number one memory. My second memory is when I turned twenty one, the first time I ever bought a bottle of wine. I was living in Ypsilanti by myself. I was fucking lonely. Uh, Sounds awesome. <laughs> well, I just I was I was with somebody who was a piece of shit. And I left her place one night, and I was like, Have "I you just seen the creature from the Black Lagoon." Yeah, yeah, okay, that one, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I stopped at a liquor store. I'm like, I'm gonna buy a bottle of red wine tonight, and I cannot find this brand of wine anymore. Okay. It was like White Rabbit or Rabbit Run or something like that. Okay, so I bought it. I go home, click on the TV. First thing that pops up is VH1 and the autobiography, like the auto, the biographical you know was the, it behind the music meatloaf it was it was not behind the music it was like you remember when vh1 used to do the made for tv movies they did one for oh uh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah they did one for buddy holly yep, they did uh, yep. which uh nick uh uh gary busey it's like VH1, gary busey true played music showcase yeah, yeah 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 and they did one for meatloaf and was it was it just a cooking show teaching <laughs> you how to make meatloaf <laughs> it would have been just as awesome <laughs> But I remember sitting there getting drunk on wine, watching this movie, and at the end of the movie, it felt so triumphant that I was standing on my couch, <laughs> just fucking hammered on wine. I think it was the first time that I had ever gotten like truly drunk on wine. I'm just by myself, standing on my couch, like glass of wine in my left hand, my right hand is just up in the air, like <laughs> fuck yes, <laughs> fucking me, love, got it, Mister Love. <laughs> And it was just that's that's such a great memory. Meatloaf, incredible musician, yeah, great actor. Oh yeah, uh, uh, known to horror fans by his roles in Rocky Horror Picture. Yeah, uh, he was in uh, uh, Stage Fright, which we we watched and yep. loved. Uh, he's been in a ton of other Tenacious stuff too. D in The Pick of Destiny. Yep. Um. Uh. F- uh fucking Fight Club. Fucking Fight Club. Come on, man. Uh. Yeah. He was just all over the map though, and he seems like a genuinely good dude. Mm, like mm-hmm. he really did. Um. So yeah, rest in peace to Meatloaf, man. Absolutely. Like that's uh God damn, we we lost a lot of people this week. Yeah, yeah, we spent a lot of time on on deaths this week, but it was there it, were there was, it. There was a it. lot of them, man. Yeah. Yeah. All so. right. So, let's um power through the news here cuz we okay. still got to get some other stuff. Uh James Wan is uh Sony's producing a new James Wan movie and uh I'm excited about it. No one knows anything about it. It's called Thread, but it's being described as Back to the Future meets Aliens. That sounds fine to me, Take dude. Take my money. Yeah. 
take my money, James Wan. (laughs) I don't know how you make that movie, but I'm here for it. Sounds Um, like it's just Back to the Future with aliens. So I I hope so. That's how you make it. Maybe it's part of both franchises. That'd be amazing. (laughs) Right? Right? And then you really shake things up by putting Marty McFly in it. Yes. (laughs) Wow, dude. It took me a second, and that's <laughs> terrible, and you're an awful person. I know, I know. Uh, sorry. Okay, moving on here. <laughs> I love Michael J. Fox for the record. I do, Come too. Um, oh, we already talked about Ty West's X, so yeah, that looks Ty awesome. West's, Ty West's? Ty West's X. Um, okay, let's see here. Uh, the Spider-Man director... The Spider-Man. The Spi- no, Spider-Man director John Watts uh, is was announced this week that he is uh, producing... It's pronounced John Waters. Sorry. John Watts is producing <laughs> a new Final Destination movie for HBO Max. Oh. Well, that's cool. <laughs> sure. Um, I, feel, I, I love the Final Destination movies. I think they're fun. I do too. Even in their worst incarnations, I think they're fun. <clears throat> Uh, unlike the Scream movies where at their worst, they're just bad. <laughs> I feel like Final Destination, it's hard to fuck up because it's just fun kills. I just, yeah, that's you know? the thing is like, I'm a big fan of Rube Goldberg contraptions. Oh, that's what these movies are. And Final Destination is people dying from Rube Goldberg contraptions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. What's not to like about that, right? The <laughs> slowest deaths too sometimes. Oh, like, yeah. you're just waiting for it. It's like the <laughs> ultimate oh, anxiety dude. Train. Oh, absolutely. Like watching watching a bolt fall out of a out of something and then you go, Holy shit, okay, this whole thing's gonna fall. It's like the butterfly. And it's like, effect. oh, it doesn't fall, but then like the bolt gets picked up by a bird and then dropped <laughs> on the, the racetrack and then all of a sudden all the NASCAR fucking cars are flying yeah. everywhere. Like and it's even cool. through all that, it ends by getting gouged in the temple with a thumbtack. Mm-hmm. Like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how it ends. Which is scientifically the worst way to go. Yeah, it really is. In case you didn't know. Yeah, so. it's, it's, it's science. <laughs> science. Uh, so that's exciting. That's coming out um, at some point in time soon, ish. Maybe I don't know. Cool man, but You're it's good coming. I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's Final Destination, and I'm in for it. So let's yeah, see. You're moving on. Um, speaking of guys producing movies, so we talked a while back about how Joe Carnahan was supposed to be directing a remake of, uh, Gareth Evans's The Raid, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That movie has since turned into a completely different project. Okay. They moved away from the studio, therefore they, they didn't have the name and their script was so different that it's now its own, its own movie. It's a, it's its own thing. Okay. However, though, uh, the Raid franchise is finding new life in a new version of a remake. Uh, however, it's going to suck, James. You know how I know that? <laughs> Why? Because it's being produced by... Explosion Man himself... Oh, Mikael Bay? Michael Bay. Yeah. I don't know why my drum roll sounded like a machine gun, but <laughs> because it's Michael Bay, that's why. <laughs> it's, just, it's just fucking little snare rolls. Um, yeah, Michael Bay is now producing a remake of the violent Indonesian action movie, The Raid. Um, sure. I mean, I'll watch it, but you lost me at Michael Bay. It's like every time somebody punches somebody else in the <laughs> face, they just explode. It's like it's like doing the uh, explosive melee cheat in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. <laughs> you know what? I'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah, so maybe sure. this isn't going to be all bad. But come so on. Joe Carnahan is not involved anymore. Or? No, he's ma- like I said, his script. They moved away from the studio, and his script is now called Zeno. Um. And it's funny because X E N O or Z Z E N O. It's about right two on. brothers that never make it inside the place that the raid took place in. So it's like a completely different story anyway. Okay. 
Like his his version of it was not going to be a faithful remake. It's it's Jay and Silent Bob. It's <laughs> it's just them leaning against the wall outside of the place where the raid took place. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> While the raid's going on. <laughs> oh my uh, god. Hell yeah. Man. I'm so into that. Um let's see here. Matt Reeves, who's directing uh the new The Batman movie. The Batman. Um he described this movie. This is exciting. Not that we didn't know this already, but it's just kind of cool to hear from his voice. Mm-hmm. Um he describes it as almost a horror movie. Like like Dope. This movie like is very much like seven. It's very much like all the these dark detective <laughs> half action movies that you've ever seen, like, yeah. and uh, he even goes, he goes. The story is, in addition to being almost a horror movie and a thriller and an action movie, at its core, it's very much a detective movie. So if uh, if you thought that maybe the trailers were kind of like uh, bumping up that aspect of it, it's it's not. The whole yeah. movie's like that, so yeah. it's exciting. That's so, awesome. Very, I'm into that. Very excited about. Yeah, that. everything I've seen of the Riddler, he is very. It's, it's very it's, like he's seven. A, he's a horror character. He's, he's like seven. He's like, he's or like seven. Yeah, seven or like uh, like kind of almost like Doe, rather almost like the Bone Collector vibes. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, like Bone Saw from Spider Man. Have I seen Bone Saws? Right? Wasn't there? Wasn't there? W- w- or no? Or or, the, or maybe I'm not thinking of Bone Collector. More like the Collector. No, you're thinking of Bone. Collector. Am I thinking of Bone you're Collector? Bone, yeah, yeah. Bone Collector is amazing. But yeah, because no, yeah, because yeah, he kind of because he kind of does like uh, yeah, like yeah. it's like detective, but also like uh, like somebody because the, in the Bone Collector he leaves behind riddles and stuff, right? Or like exactly ma- like yeah. things puzzles that they have to solve. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, so I'm totally right on. Oh yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, if you want more Godzilla in your life, Apple Plus, Always. Apple TV Plus uh, is coming. Uh, they're bringing the MonsterVerse to the small screen. Uh, Godzilla will return in a series. Which is very exciting, uh, and also uh, uh, let's see here, blah blah blah. It's being created by Matt, uh, Chris Black and Matt Fracton. Um, That's a fun name. Four to legendary say. pictures and Toho, so they're both involved in it. Uh, yeah, small screen Godzilla, give it to me, baby. Uh, <laughs> speaking um, speaking of give it to me, baby, look at this. <laughs> yikes! That dog is ready for that it. That is fuzzy. All right, uh, James, what's new on Blue? All right, so not too much here. Really not too much here, um, unless you've seen more that I didn't see. But um, Probably not. <clears throat> there's no official release date announced yet for the upcoming DVD, Blue, and 4K release of the new Scream film, which Mike just saw without me like a prick. Sorry. Uh, which <laughs> is date night, man. Which will also be in 4K and Blu-ray two-packs with the original film. Yeah, I saw which, that. I mean, it doesn't make sense. It it's a part five. Right. It's, it's a, yes, yes, it's a requel, because that's like the point of the movie. Yeah. But it's a part five. Sure. Okay. I just, yeah, it doesn't... Put it, put it with the rest of the set. Yeah. Make, a, make, a, make a fucking box set or something. Come I don't on. know, dude. Uh, so there's no release date right now, but it is currently available for pre-order on Amazon. Okay. So give Jeff Bezos some more of your money. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Okay. And the only other one that I have is um, Neil Bloomkamp's sci-fi horror movie, Demonic, which we did for the show not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that movie? I do. Fantastic. Eh, it was... I um, liked it. It was all right. It wasn't our favorite movie, but I liked it still. Yeah, it, I was, mean, all, it was all right. It was They underutilized the God Squad. Is that what you call them? Yes, they did. Is that what you called them? I called them the God Squad. Yeah. No, you call the hit the hit hit squad for God. The hit squad. yeah, hit squad for God because squad and God rhymed. That was it. Yes, it was yes. the hit squad for yes. God. Yes, they underutilized it. Yeah, I want to see a whole movie about that. I agree. So dope. I agree. Um, 
So uh, that is coming out on DVD and Blu-ray on March 1st. Uh, and there's not too much else um, known about that release. It's just it's coming out on March 1st, DVD uh-huh. and Blu-ray, demonic. You know, go pick it up. <laughs> That's it. Do it. That's okay. it. That's all I got for blues. All right. Last bit of news here is actually pretty fun. Uh, recently, a new uh, species of nematode was discovered, James. Really? Nematode, which is a spider. That's not a... It's a spider. Okay. I mean, I'm reading the, the official scientific release here, so whatever you're telling me is wrong can't possibly be wrong. Okay. Um, a new species of nematode has been discovered, and it has been named after an actor... From the greatest spider movie ever made, Arachnophobia. That new spider is named, I mean, if I can get this right, uh, T- T- Tarantobelius Jeff Danielsey. Is this a joke? No. What are you talking about? <laughs> Nematodes aren't spiders. Yes, they are. Nematodes are roundworms. Uh, no. I don't think so. Yes, they are. No. <laughs> A nematode oh, isn't yeah. a fucking spider, oh, yeah. dude. No, you're right. It's a new species of worm. I should have read those better. <laughs> you're so stupid, man. I am so stupid. <laughs> anyway, there's a new spe- sorry. There's a new species of worm that has just been discovered uh, by a scientist from the University of California. Come on, dude. And- <laughs> What the fuck? I almost want to go back and redo this. No, no, no. no, no this I'm is not. awesome. It's been, uh, according to Buddy Disgusting here, it's been fittingly given the name that pays tribute to the arachnophobia. Its name, Tarantobolus Jeff Danielsey. But why? Um, it's, a fuck, it's a worm. I don't know. That's a good question. That's a that's, that's a, a it's a really good question. It's a really good question. Um, oh, it's a tarantula killer. That's why. Oh, ah, see, see there that, it is. Now it's all go. coming. Now it's all You need together. to read this shit. Before I do. You. I do. I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's uh, a tarantula killer. That's why. Okay. Now it all makes sense. Yeah. New speed, dude. So the headline says so a new. <laughs> the headline, Mike. All you had to do was read the headline. The, the headline says, Arachnophobia, a new species of worm that kills tarantulas, has been named after Jeff Daniels. All of the information that you needed for this was in the headline. I don't need your lip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm blaming the 10%er we just drank. Tarantabellus Jeff Danielsey. <laughs> Tarantabellus Jeff Danielsey. <laughs> Dude, that's like, that's high, that is high praise. Oh, yeah. Like... Especially that somebody thought of a movie from thirty years ago. Hell yeah! Like don't don't get. I don't want an. I don't want an Oscar. I don't want a Grammy. I don't want an Emmy. These you are all. Know. These are all empty gestures. I want a worm named after. Me. I want a fucking worm named after me. In and better yet, in Latin. If you can put that worm at the bottle at the bottom of a bottle of a tequila. Hell yeah! Even better. Yes. Right. Here's oh. Here's what you do. You make a bottle of tequila with a live tarantula in it. <laughs> and then you make another bottle of tequila with the tar- tarantabellus Jeff Daniels in or, it. Or just the perspiration of Jeff Daniels. That's your mixer. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you take the shot with the live tarantula and then you ch- <laughs> you chase it with the fucking tarantula killer. Makes and then sense. you let them battle it out in your stomach. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it. That's cool. Anyway, uh, that's that. That's your last bit of horrendously fucked up news by yours truly. So, cool. sorry, Jeff Daniels, but uh, congratulations, <laughs> you have a worm named after you. <laughs> I think I killed James. <laughs> spit it out. Spit. Spit. Spit.
<laughs> Congratulations, you have a worm named after All right, on that oh, note. Oh man, if somebody ever says that to me, I'm I'm I'll kill myself out of happiness. <laughs> I'll just be done. I'm gonna go dig up a worm and just name one after I've, you. I've officially I've I've made it. Congratulations, you have a worm named after you. All right, on on the heels of that, James, now tell the good people what we're drinking and what we're talking about. For oh, me. let's drink more beer. <laughs> and I filled this cup again, which means I have to. Chug it again. Oh, this night oh. is... Just drink it out of the can. I think you can drink this one out of the no, can. No, hell no, dude. I think you can. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> this week, we are talking mutating with the boys. Mutating with the boys. Um, And actually, this goes along with the thing that you posted on Instagram as well. Which thing? The Fright Frame. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Michael brought back the Fright Frame, which I is... Did. Thank you for doing that, Michael. Um. Give it a little uh, facelift, you know? Because the, the all the people reaching out from that window, if you look down below the window, the door is labeled boys. The boys, you're right. So mutating with the boys. So this week, we're talking uh, mutant from 1984. Four. Four, 1984. <laughs> Nine, <four. laughs> 2018, 2019, 2020, 2020, and 2021. <laughs> I figured I figured we've talked about that movie enough. We need to start this year. Our first batch of movies needs to have the new mutants. Yes. Yeah. We can put this one to bed finally. We have literally, I think with, so we're on our sixth year of Shape of Drunk to Come. Yep. I think that we've talked about. Half of it. Exactly. Yeah. About the New Mutants for and at least the past four years. Let me tell you, it was the single greatest movie I've ever Shh. seen in my life. Just, just can it. Sorry, just can, can it. it. Sorry, sorry. Just can't, can it. Oh damn it! I should have, I should have read this before I opened it. All right, so this is called. Oh, this is a really nice looking can. All right, it's, it's cute compared <laughs> that's to the what, last can. That's what she said. <laughs> um, so from, so from. Tight head, tight some tight head, bro. Wait, why are you saying bro? <laughs> you know why? Because you're mutating with the boys. <laughs> because I made you a chicken dinner earlier. That's some tight head, bro. <laughs> Guess I don't uh, use something. Uh, let's see. From Tight Head Brewing Company. What a terrible name. <laughs> really, really nice looking uh, beer can though. Uh, Bears, Bears Choice. IPA. Oh yes, very nice choice here, Michael. Thank you. Uh, so, it. man, I really love the the coloring and the artwork on this. Yeah, it's, it's really a, cool. It's a, very, it's a nice bright blue can. Yeah, it's a, well, it's a fun. it's a black can, but then like with blue metallic, like a blue metallic bear mm-hmm. with the uh, the reflections of a a, a a burning bonfire. A blue metallic bear. That's kind of like what you see in those pride parades. Um, and he's standing up and he's picking hops out of a tree. Uh, oh, and there's a there's a raccoon playing the banjo in the background. That's super cute. And there's a oh, and there's a little bear cub holding a hop. Well, if you've seen the New Mutants, you know what we're talking about here. Uh, the bear, the spirit bear. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Shut up. Shut your face. Sorry. Sorry. So, Bear's Choice India Pale Ale. A perfectly balanced IPA designed to showcase the wonderful complexity of mosaic hops. A blend of seven different malts, including aromatic 
Melan Melan Melanoidin? Melanoidin, sure. Melanoidin and Kerastin creates a malty sweet tapestry for the hops to tie-dye with flavors and aromas ranging from blueberry, papaya, and tangerine to fresh Ooh. pine and dark dank resin. Ooh, dank. Dank, baby. Dude, we we adieu, we we adieu, we adieu hops at six to, is that a do or Edo? I don't know. I think it's a do. That's weird. We do hops at six different points in the brewing process for, I think it's probably Edo. I think it's part of the brewing process that we don't know about. Wait, wait, what are you looking at here? We Edo hops at us. Uh, it's ad, you moron. That's an O. It's ad. That's it's a fucking, that, is, my that camp, says A-D-O. D, no, it's A-D-D for look at, sure on look my at, camp. Look at my can. <laughs> Well, hold on. Let me finish reading yeah, it. Finish reading it first. We do hops at <laughs> six different points in the brewing process for full expression of the hop character, with each sip offering a different experience. Okay, give me your can. Give me yeah, your... please look at that because that says ADO. Don't spill that, dude. I'm not gonna spill it. Don't spill it. That says ADO. It does not say ADO. It says add. You Dude, <laughs> wow! Sad. You're fucking. You're blind. You need to get your eyes I am checked. Not blind. That says. A- what sense does that make? That says. Oh no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my my whole arachnophobia thing was just a uh, proven null and void. No, that was we, way worse. We cancel each other. That out. was way worse. You you can't read a three letter word. You can't. You, you, exactly. can't, you can't do more than a three-letter word in Scrabble. Oh. Am I wrong? O-H-H, baby. <laughs> Cheers, bud. Ooh, it smells delicious. It really does. It smells like a bear. Ooh. A blue metallic Ooh, no, if you No, nah, that does not smell like a bear, trust me. Mm. Bear smells terrible. <laughs> oh, that tastes like Steve. I mean, bear. <laughs> Oh, Steven. Oh, that's good, though. It's actually really good. It's really, uh, mm. it's kind of, uh, it's got a really long, bitter finish. That tracks. <laughs> and I know how that comes off. Pretty quick at the tip, right? <laughs> I'm serious though. It has like a super long bitter finish. Like it kind of six point five. I don't know. It really, it really sits there for a while. No, it's good. I I like that actually. This is uh, this is a nice drink. What are the IBU? Oh, yeah, seventy IBUs. That's pretty. That's pretty high octane. It's pretty high. Well, it's not high octane. It's just high bitterness. Yeah, it's good though. I like it. It's um, I like a good bitter beer. So that does not bother me at all. Bitter beer face. Bitter beer face. (laughs) But uh, I'm into it. Okay, James, we gotta we gotta move on here. All right, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the tofu one more time with feeling. That's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the tofu. <laughs> you know what? I'll take it. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description.
Uh, so we're starting the uh, the new year. First first batch of movies here with a couple of mutant movies. Yeah. Uh, two movies and movies, in fact, that could not be more different. Yes. With such different takes on the word mutant. Totally. Um. So much so that so much in that the first movie we're talking about, Mutant from 1984, also called Dark Shadows. Uh, uh, Night Shadow, I believe. Oh, is it Night Shadows? Night Shadows. I have Dark Shadows written down here. That's not oh, right. Oh, well, that's not it. It's Good. Night Night Shadows. Night Shadows. Uh, so much, in fact, that um, I don't think that the title of this movie reflects the movie at all. <laughs> you don't think it, the title of Mutant reflects the? No, because they're zombies, James. They're, they're not, not, they're not, not mutants. Zo- they're zombies. They're not zombies. They're not zombies. How are they not zombies? They're... They shamble like zombies. They look like zombies. They have their arms straight out and grabby like zombies. They're do- they're basically Romero, early Romero zombies. Well, I, That's what they I understand that visually they are early Romero zombies. You're dead on about that. But but they're they're not after they're not after what zombies are after. They're after the people. Yes, they are. They're not after brains though. There, I mean, uh, only uh, Return of the Living Dead zombies were technically after brains, bro. Bro, I'm just, just saying. Just no, I'm just saying. Just shut your. They're face. zombies. <laughs> they're not. These are not. These are they're, not. Well, it's zombies. Still, it's still a mutation, Michael. <sighs> it's still okay. It's uh, still okay. in that respect. I will give it to you. In that respect, I'll give it to you. You're right. It is a mutation. I didn't even. I didn't even have to put up much of a <laughs> much of a fight there. No, because you're right. Because when you go from one thing to another, you're mutating from one thing it to is another. A yeah, muta- sure, I get that. It is a mutation. Okay. So it's it's a it's a mutate like it's a it's a, vi- a kind of a virus, really. Um, uh, is it a it's it's yeah it, well <laughs> so we're gonna probably jump around on this one. Probably. Um it is it is let's just let's lay the cards out. It's a it's toxic waste mm-hmm. which causes a mutation in the cells of the human body that causes them to become zombies. Zombies <laughs> which crave blood like vampires, but not by biting people's necks, more so by like uh, uh, touching them and combining their disgusting, it's, oozing It's pus- hand vaginas. Pus wounds. Yeah, yeah, it's oozing <laughs> hand vaginas. That's which, what it is. Which is, well, I'm actually more comfortable <laughs> with... Pussing with, hand wounds. With pus wounds. That's the nomenclature that I prefer. <laughs> in On the show and in bed. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Your pus so, wound. <laughs> oh, oh, mama. Um, um, yeah, no, so, it's it's a weird movie. It 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 really. <clears throat> this movie honestly doesn't know what it wants to be. It's kind of all over the place. Well, in terms of their let's themes, go, let's go back to the beginning before okay. we b- right. before we start. Uh, uh, before you start, though, uh, the movie was directed by John Bud Cargos, who is the director of the other classic called uh, Kingdom of the Spiders and the Dark. Uh, I've seen Kingdom of the Spiders. Are you sure it's, it's not fantastic. Kingdom of the Nematodes? Nope, it's Kingdom of the Spiders, not worms. Um, also, uh, Bud or John Cargos has had a very interesting career. He started his career as a child actor. He then uh, made his way into being a bird handler on The Birds and Psycho. He worked with uh, Hitchcock as a bird handler. Interesting. Very interesting. And then he worked as a stuntman through the 60s and 70s. I was also an actor. He would later become a driver, so the person that just drives the actors to and from set. Sure. He became a driver on films like Memento, Phantoms, and Biodome. 
<laughs> okay. How weird. <laughs> like, what a weird trajectory this guy's career is. It's kind of cool, though. Like, he managed to stay in the industry. Yeah. And he just, just and he, he just, got and he got to dabble a little bit. He's a dude bit. that just loved the industry and yeah, every facet. Yeah, yeah. That's no, cool, I'm man. into I it. It's just, it's just odd, you know. You don't that. see that too much. Um, what I don't respect is his. So his name on uh, IMDb is John Bud, in quotations. Yeah. Cardos. Listen, dude. Either commit to the name, either commit to the nickname, and just go by Bud Cardos. Well, what if it was a nickname? What well, is a nickname? Yeah. It is a nickname. Would you not go by James Spoony Baird? No, because that sounds stupid. No, like if you're gonna put the by James the Big Spoon this, Baird. This just to me, this to me smacks of somebody who can't who can't commit to something. Okay. Like either go by John Cardos or go by Bud Cardos, but don't go by John quotations Bud. What about Cardos. John? What about John Bud? You go with John Bud. John Bud. That's, I like that. That's fine with me. All right. So John Bud directed a movie about two brothers discover that residents of a small southern town are being infected by a form of toxic waste, turning them into blood ravenous zombies. There's a lot going on there. There is. Um, <laughs> and, I, the, and then the poster art is like it. It it vaguely up it on looks the like top, alien. Uh, it vaguely <laughs> wants to be a, a an H.R. Geiger painting. It's, they knew what they were doing. That's kind of that. that that's kind of like where my, my biggest point of contention comes from. Or it was marketed as like this alien movie is what it looks like. Mutant, alien, the skies, small house in the bottom of the the, the poster. Like yeah, but it's not that at all. The poster has nothing to do with the movie. Um, but that all being said, I actually really enjoyed this movie. I liked this movie. I I actively enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, dude, the- it's not like. The greatest, but like there's enough there to keep it engaging. It like it's the characters are actually well acted. The characters are good. You care about them. I don't um, know. It was it was just a good movie. Wings Hauser, who plays Josh, the older brother. What? Go on. No, go ahead. No, go on. No. Go ahead. No, because you're obsessed. I I liked him a lot. I thought he was terrible. What? I thought Wings Hauser was a I, I liked I liked his character, don't get me wrong. But Wings Hauser as an actor I thought was just the pits. Dude, <laughs> I really did. That's like that's he he his his delivery was so natural that it just came off as a dude who was just like wandered onto set. Yeah, was that maybe I just don't like his face. Maybe that's what it is. I oh, he's not. A, he's, he's not a potato a, face. He's not a. Gr- <laughs> it's not a great looking dude. Like I don't know. I just feel like he's he's got sort of a Jake Busey thing <laughs> yes, going on. Potato face. Oh, uh, you were such a you. No, I just didn't think. I thought his acting was kind of wooden. Honestly, what I did. I did. I His liked acting it still, was the direct opposite of Wooden. His girlfriend, she was Wooden. Oh. Terrible actress. Hot. But she was hot. Yeah. Hot, but yeah. terrible actress. <laughs> but he no, dude. His like because like when him and his when him and his little brother are are uh, conversing with each other, like interacting with each other. There's such a to me. There was such a huge uh, um, separation between the the act. I don't even know if it's like acting acumen or if like Wings Hauser was just literally like he's not even acting. Like he's just like he's like he's like this is just this is who I am and I'm just saying these things. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, get that. I his, get that. His 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 acting came across to me as like just totally he like he was just he felt authentically like Josh Cameron. It's not even so much that it was great acting. It was like I said, it was like it's almost like this dude just wandered off the street and and became this 
this character. Okay, saying it like that, I think I can come around to it more. I didn't look at it can that you? way. I didn't look at it that way. I just looked at him as like, okay, Wingshauser is not, he's not like a leading man to me. Like, he's not like the, the star of a movie to me. That's all. Like he just came. He came off kind of weird in that position. Well, that's and that's all. the that's the thing is like when they when you when you're first inter- introduced to the two brothers, you see Wingshauser, who is sort of a doofy Wings, looking Wingshauser. Wingshauser, who's sort of a doofy looking guy, and great name though. Total right? awesome name, awesome name. But and he's like and he's he's the guy. He's the character who, in the beginning of the movie, he's he's the character who you would expect to die, right? Kind of, yeah. And the little brother who's shy and reserved and 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 more handsome, objectively, like he he's he's like he's the guy who he starts off the movie one way and then he becomes the hero by the end of the movie, and it totally doesn't go that way. You're right. It kind and of flips then it on its head. They flip it on its head, and then and then uh, Josh Wings ends up being the hero of the movie and you're like i wasn't expecting that but it's kind of a nice i like i kind of like the way they took that i'm into that i i thought the they movie, throw a fucking curveball at you early on they with, do with killing off the younger brother yeah they do i i thought that i, I thought that you said early on i thought the movie started really strong it was a very like really the the the, the score and the atmosphere of the beginning of the movie i thought were really strong dude like it's engaging right from the beginning so the score was done by uh Dick Band. Yeah. Richard Band. Oh, yeah. Uh, legendary. Yeah. Reanimator. Composer. From Beyond. Castle Freak. So many for, other ones. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, this had like, <laughs> the score for this movie had like heavy Shining vibes. Did mm-hmm. you get that? Mm-hmm. And when I, I was, I kept hearing, I kept hearing there's one particular uh, string portion where every time I would hear it, I'd be like, what the, f- what is that, dude? That's there- so recognizable. And then as we were setting up for the show, I go, oh, shit, it's The Shining. It's and very it, similar. It's, it's, it's very, very similar, similar yeah. to The Shining, but it's so good. Like, dare I say that Richard Band's score actually was like the third main character of, of oh, was the, the movie. Yeah, without it, I don't know the movie would have held up as well as it no, did. Totally. Like it, it aids in the, every the scene very of the beginning of the movie when you see the old man like walking around the house with the flashlight, mm-hmm. like looking for shit on the ground, and you hear the Richard Band. Like I immediately. Before, because the credits are flashing as the movie is going yeah. on, so I could have waited to see who the composer was. But as soon as I heard like the first ten seconds of music, I was like, "Who did this score?" It's like this movie doesn't seem like it should have such an awesome score. Yeah. So I immediately it stopped it. I went to IMDb. I was like, "Oh, it's Richard Band. Or yeah. Rich, uh, Richard Band, of course. Dick Band. Dick Band, <laughs> like who is the brother of of uh, Charles Band." Yep. Um, he's and and composed a lot of Charles Band's right, right. As well, um, yeah, it, it was amazing. Like it totally set the mood. This movie also like it. Not only did it have a great score, but I felt like it kind of encapsulated a lot of. I, I don't. I, I don't know if the timeline for this works out, but for me, like it felt like a mix of American Werewolf in London mixed with something like Body Melt and Night of the Living Dead. Like it kind of had all these different things sort of mixed into it. Yeah. But I but it, it all worked though. Like it was a very it was a very familiar, comfortable, like early eighties horror movie. Well, because there was you like know? there was really good like practical effects like in the transformation yeah. scenes and stuff like the bulging head and the yeah like it was the, the hands ripping open and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. The it was it was very it was very. 
I wouldn't. It, it wasn't like cutting edge or anything, but it's like what you expect from that era. Well done eighties horror movies. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's early Tom Savini, early K and B kind of stuff. Like it's 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 a la all that kind of stuff. Definitely, and it works. It just absolutely works. Yeah. I also got like this feeling of Hellier for some reason in the beginning of it, like small town you know, southern area or whatever with these weird things happening. Like, I don't know why. I just felt, well, like, hellier. It was like when when the... I can see that, like, when the brothers first walked into town. Yeah. And, uh, like, most of the town seems deserted. But then the few locals that do see them are, like, outwardly hostile toward them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it, yeah. Ah, you shouldn't be here. Like, city boys shouldn't yeah. be here. Like, yeah, I can definitely it see that. It just felt like it. Maybe it was just because that's how hellier it was, too. Like, they, oh, yeah. They got the town and nobody wanted... Like, yeah. Yeah. I really... I, I just... I dug it, man. Um, The... uh, they So they get into the town. Uh, They get into the town. Their car... They get run off the road by a bunch of uh, good old boys. Their car is in a ditch somewhere in, in the river. They walk into town and uh, they get a, well, they get a drive to town by this old hick looking dude in a pickup truck <laughs> they go into town oh mel yeah mel and they uh they go into this bar and of course the guys that ran them off the road are in the bar there's a big bar fight whatever the um that guy was going to murder them oh yeah straight up like <laughs> then i'm like i'm like is this for like a couple of couple of city boys coming to your town you are just having a beer at the bar, playing, playing. Yeah, pool. but if you're the guy, if you're the guy in a bar of like ten people, and you're the guy that murders people, those other nine people aren't going to say shit, James. Yeah, but the sheriff <laughs> was also there. He was. So <laughs> you were going to murder That's somebody. True. Like what? Like play this scenario out. Let's let's play this out another two minutes. You actually just murdered a guy in a bar. Now you're going to spend the rest of your life in prison because the sheriff was watching the whole thing go well, down. The sheriff doesn't really seem to give a shit because there was <laughs> attempted murder and he just told him to go home. So maybe maybe he maybe he did the math. But um, yeah, so they get in this bar fight. The sheriff ends up taking them to uh, get fixed up by the, 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 the local doctor and then going to stay at this house. Miss okay. Miss M- M- Mapes Mapes Miss Mapes no yeah. Mapes Mapes or Mabes something Ma- like that Ma- Babes um, <laughs> Miss Babes uh, so they wake up in the morning and uh, the younger brother is missing he actually got legitimately taken out from the monster under the bed yeah which I thought was actually very cool that was I thought cool. that was going to be like a cliche oh there's nothing under there. And then, nope, he got fucking eaten by the floor. Yeah, I thought they were going to do the thing where he looks under the bed and then there's nothing and then, like, he comes up and the camera comes up with him and there's somebody right or behind him the on the bed, right? Or something. Yeah. But no, he looks under the bed and there's nobody there. But then all of a sudden, from nowhere, a fu- like, hands grab him. It's great. Where were the... Where- well, they came from an opening in the bottom of the floor. Oh. Because you, oh. you can hear that. You can actually hear the door shut. So the, the bed was over a trap door. And because Mrs. Babis, or whatever her name was. That's actually really cool. The babes. Like, she knew she knew that the, the person was under there. Oh, it was her, it was her, her daughter. Her daughter. Yeah. 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 So that all that all tracks out. So That's pretty cool. Uh, so Josh Wingshauser uh, wakes up in the morning, realizes his brother's gone, goes back to the bar where he meets Babarino herself, Jody Medford. Babe. Plays by uh, Holly Pierce. Um if uh, if you want a description of said babe, uh, she's got like this <laughs> Southern Belle Mandy Moore thing going on. Oh yeah, that's that's kind of how I, I saw see it. that. Yeah, yeah, like, almost like a Jessica Simpson, like early Jessica well, Simpson. Now you're, now you're crossing the streams. It's early not... Jessica Simpson mixed with like later Mandy Moore. What? Both babes, <laughs> both babes is all I'm saying. <laughs> you're 
You're confusing me. <laughs> Let's just stick with Fine. Mandy Moore. Southern Belle, Mandy Moore. Okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, oh, you're thinking. So, so you're thinking Daisy Dukes. Yeah. Like you're thinking, yeah. Yeah. Like early on, like early on. Well, you're thinking like specifically Jessica Simpson and Dukes of Hazard. Sure. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Point is bangable. Um, <laughs> and and she and yeah, Baby Rita, like I said. Oh, and res- and re- and totally probably intelligent and respectable and i'm just covering your tracks actually she did seem like that most of them don't but she did (laughs) what (laughs) no she was she was she was actually pretty smart we're talking about a woman here she was a teacher at the local school yeah yeah Yeah. she seemed like a very caring teacher too pig i know i'm i'm just the worst she like listen i will say this when she went, when her and, and Wings went to the house, or, or not to the house, to the school, and she found that little boy sitting at his desk by himself. That little boy. <laughs> that, that broke my heart. Because he's sitting there and he's like, nobody's home at my house. And she's like, oh, I'm sure she fucking just sends him back home. Yeah. But he gets up and she gives him a big hug. And I'm like, she's a good teacher. She like, is. she actually cares about. Or she Her knew students. that, or she knew that the kid's dad just went for a pack of cigarettes. Oh yeah, and just didn't. She had shit to do, so yeah, <laughs> she tells him to go. That's home. true. Can I? Let's skip ahead. Yeah, just let me say something real it's quick a, about this movie and kids. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've got. I loved this climb. This this <laughs> scene. I loved it to death. They have. They had no problem in this no. movie with killing kids. No, like just fucking. Like we don't, I don't want to get into the movie beat for beat. The, sure, yeah. The movie progresses though. It's the two of them together for the rest of the movie. They're trying to find the brother yeah, and yeah, figure yeah. out what's going on in the yeah. town. Yada yada. There is a scene though where they go back to the school and they they see that kid again who is crying now. Is it Billy, Bobby? Billy, whoever it was. Yeah. He's crying in the bathroom, and this at this point, like the, the the whole third act of this movie was incredible. Like I thought it was great. Yeah. It was very much like a Romero zombie movie. Yeah. And it was awesome. Like that scene that I, that, so the, the much, picture that I posted on our fright frame was of that third act, the beginning of that third act. So much to the point where I, I did you half expect the ending to go down like Night of the Living Dead? Oh yeah, it should have too. I think it should have. I, I kind of think so too. Yeah. But then it would have been we'll a total we'll ripoff. So we'll yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there's there's a scene in the school that we're all like, it's a bunch of zombie kids. They rip the. Fuck out of Billy. <laughs> oh my God. It was so terrible. Like, they don't even shy away from it. Billy's on the floor. Little kid Billy's on the floor. And all these zombies are coming, just ripping him limb from limb. It's not like as graphic as I'm making it sound, but like in your head, you, you know get, what's happening. Yeah, you get the, like, like it's just this poor, sweet little boy. And, and they find him and they're like, oh, it's just because you expect, like, like, oh, the, 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 the the teacher the good natured caring save the caring kid, right? teacher and and the and the the uh, the hero find the little boy it's like and the they're gonna from... and they're gonna keep him safe for the rest of the movie but then nope a bunch of fucking vampire zombies <laughs> come and drag him out from underneath the 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 stall the shitter and fucking <laughs> rip him to pieces it reminds you of cooties where they find the one kid that's not infected and they do actually save him yeah this is not that movie no it's not that no and i thought the whole scene of them in the bathroom where they're crawling on top of the the, the yeah. stall like the stall walls yeah was very like dawn of the dead-esque yeah, yeah like yeah. i loved it i thought that was great yeah i absolutely loved it um the whole i said this whole third act of the movie was great and it does. You're talking about the ending. Spoilers here, but like we're talking about the ending here. 
uh, it does seem like they should have died. Like they're surrounded in a gas station by all these zombies coming at them. And I, the ending makes sense. I'm not going to say that doesn't make sense, but like, I think that it would have been cooler if after all of that, they fucking just bit the dust and then it's the, the, the infection moves on. Like I would have liked that better. Yeah. Or whether what I was, like I said, what I was expecting, I was half expecting it to end up like Dawn of the Dead where, because the cops showed up, right? Uh There was like 16 cruisers sitting outside this gas station just wasting all these zombies. I was expecting them to walk out and just somebody be like, oh, fuck, light them up. And just they get shot to death. But then it would be way too much like. That that would have been, but, but they had the cop though. Uh, that that didn't believe them before, right, right, or, or they thought was dead. He came back with the. They did yeah. a weird thing with him though, where again I was half expecting some twist because when so the cops get done lighting up all the zombies and then and then Josh and um, what was her name? Call her Mandy. <laughs> Josh and Mandy come um, walking out. Jody. Josh, Josh and Jody. No, I'm sorry, uh, Holly, Holly. Josh and Holly come walking out. And uh, and and the sheriff is standing there, uh, kind of obscured in shadow. Yeah. And he's like standing there. He's got his he's got his shotgun like over his shoulders, and he's resting his forearms on his shotgun like a badass and stuff. And I was like, but they weren't showing his face. His face was obscured by shadows. And I was like, I wonder if they're gonna do some sort of like right at the end they're gonna like kind of pan over to his face and you see something in his eyes or something on his face where he's actually turned yeah right like they he is know. one of the zombies but like he he knew that to, in order to survive he had, had to kind of play along with this whole situation sure. they didn't do that no they did which made it weird that they shrouded him in shadows for that well because you thought he was dead they because he in an earlier scene you thought that he was like straight up just dead sure, and gone yeah, yeah, and everything yeah. else. Um, I don't know. I I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was good. I liked it a lot. Dude. It um it definitely holds up for a lot of movies from the eighties that don't hold up. This is definitely one that is. I think I would say worth your time to watch if you're into this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, and it's uh for, I watched it on Tubi. How'd you watch it? I watched it on Tubi. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tubi. They, 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 Tubi. It's it's free with ads. So every once in a while, I I think there was maybe three ad breaks. I think. Yeah, there was something like that. Yeah, uh, Code Red put this movie out, so the version on Tubi is like the high def transfer of that Code Red version. High def transfer, and I think there was a couple of added scenes it too looks because ev- really good. every once in a while there was like some, you, you know how like when when, uh, when, when there's they, like special they add deleted scenes. Yeah, there's special in, yeah. editions where they add in deleted scenes, and the d- deleted scenes are slightly lower quality. Correct. I noticed a couple of those throughout. Yeah, this. there so were there it, is, a couple. it does seem like it's like an extended that cut or something. That wouldn't shock me, but it looks amazing. Though. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, looks great. Um, and I think it's uh, I think it's worth uh, it's worth everybody's uh, time to go watch it. Yeah, in I my like opinion. It. Yep. All right, moving on here to. Uh, what's this movie called? Oh yeah, The New Mutants. The New Mutants. That's the one. We've been waiting four years to talk about this movie, James. It's been 84 years. <laughs> um, what did you think about The New Mutants? Uh, honestly, I thought this movie was super okay-ish. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. <laughs> After four years of wanting to see this movie and hype, I was kind of let down by it. Uh, 
sorry. Unfortunately. Yeah. All right. So the new mutants, uh, which finally came out in 2021 directed by Josh Boone, who directed that other super famous horror movie called the fault in our stars. Oh, Remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good. That was the um, one with, that was the one with the girl from, uh, wait, no, that was perks of being a wallflower. I don't know. Uh, I'm with the girl from Harry Potter. Yeah. Emma Watson. Yeah. 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 Emma stood on my face. Watson. <laughs> yeah. That one. Um, it's actually her given <laughs> middle given name. name. <laughs> they don't, which is weird. They don't typically do middle names in in Britain, but no. her parents named her Emma. Sit on my face, Watson. <laughs> really bizarre. Oh, I'm a I think it's Dutch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, five young mutants just discovering their abilities while held in a secret facility against their will fight to escape their past sins and save themselves. Um, so this movie is starring um, Maisie Williams. No. From... Okay. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just want to go through it real quick. Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones fame. Game of Thrones. Uh, she is Wolf's Bane. Uh, Rain Sinclair. Uh, Anna Taylor-Joy, who is amazing in everything, uh, is magic. Uh, Ivanya Rasputin. Ileana. Is it Ileana? Ileana Rasputin. What did I say? Fuck, I don't even know. Ivanya. Ivanya, I don't know. Uh, Charlie Eaton plays Sam Guthrie, who plays Cannonball. Sam Guthrie. Sam Guthrie. Uh, Blue Hunt is Mirage. She plays the lead of Danny Moonstar. And Henry Zaga plays uh, Roberto da Costa, who is Sunspot. And you also have Alice Braga, who plays Dr. Reyes. Uh, Alice Braga was in a show called uh, Queen of the South, which was amazing. Uh, it was on, I think, after... I think it started right... Red Shoe Diaries? During the last season of Breaking Bad. It played after that. Uh, but it looked really fucking good. I've what seen was it a called? Couple, it's called The Queen of the South. Okay. Uh, it's about a, this woman who basically like fights drug cartels and stuff, it's, oh. and it looks incredible. Right on. Uh, I've seen a couple episodes, and it's really good. I just never followed up with it. But um, anyway, though, uh, yeah, that's your that's your main cast here. Uh, okay, James, <clears throat> lay it on me. Skid into it. Um, <laughs> where to start? Where to start? Uh, the movie the movie started off the end. The end. The movie started off kind of strong, you know. It like it's it started with just a chaotic sort of a, cha- a chaotic sort of st- scene where sure. you're like, okay, this is interesting. There was obviously building some, to- there was obviously some lies being told because uh, F5 tornadoes don't sound like giant grizzly bears growling, right? Oh, so so I didn't know what was going on in the beginning. Um, there was obvious. There was obviously growling though. It. Did you hear the growling? There, I, there was. I think that I just thought that was just the sound of wind. Bro, what kind of wind? Do I you was. Hear? But, but think of. But this way, I wasn't thinking though. I've never. I've never. I've never been in a tornado. First off, so I don't know how a tornado sounds. Let's see. Secondly, secondly, I didn't know to even put my brain in the headspace that it could have been a spirit bear. <laughs> Spoiler. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, by the way, spoiler alerts. Yeah. We're gonna discuss all the everything about this movie. Even though this movie's only a year old, it's like six years old, so you should have right. seen it. Yeah, you should have seen it like yeah. six years ago. So we all should have seen all it like six have. years ago. Um, um I just I wasn't thinking of the sound though in terms of that. So when it came when it came to it, well, like, I know, know there's you do know that tornadoes don't sound like growling animals, right? No, I knew that it was something else. <laughs> I I knew that it was something else, and I actually didn't think that it was tornadoes. I thought that it was just just something else. I, I didn't thinking, know what it was. I was thinking like uh, I don't know. I got like a I got like a uh, 
the ritual vibe from it in the beginning, right? Sure. Like I the can ritual see that. Yeah. with the Yotun, the fucking, you know, yeah. awesome antlered god of well, the of the Swiss Alps or whatever the hell. You're dealing with a movie about mutants, therefore the door is open <laughs> for literally anything. Anything. That's, that's the thing. So anything. They, I wasn't thinking of it in terms of of <laughs> A tornado or a bear. The you know door, what I'm saying? Like, right. The door is open for anything. Two very different things. I just didn't know it was a bear. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. So when when uh um, what's her actual? What Moon, is her? Moonflower. No. What's her? Uh, blue, uh, Moonstar. blue hunt. Danny yeah. Moonstar. When she. So she. I thought the I thought the beginning was strong. Like I was like, okay, shit. Like this is starting off with a bang. It's it's really. You want, you need something? You want a beer? Yeah, give um, me something. You want to split a beer with me? Oh, you, you got a full one. Yeah, I got. Oh, I have this and this. Oh, Christ. Am I ahead of you? I'm not driving. You son of a bitch. No, I. Well, I've also been. I've also. I started drinking while I was cooking dinner. Oh, so, yeah. like two hours know. before you got yeah, here. Yeah, I, I did. Um, <clears throat> so, starts off strong. Mm-hmm. She gets to the facility. The and ba- you don't know the what's. Bathroom? <laughs> She's using the facility. <laughs> No, she gets to the to this hospital and it, there's already something amiss, right? Well, she doesn't know why she's there. She doesn't know where she is first off. Right. She's chained to a hospital bed. Right. Well, no, she has one arm cuffed to a hospital bed, which we which we find out once the doctor comes in, all she had to do was unbuckle it. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that? It was symbolic. It was it was symbolic like What was the symbolism the of symbolism. it? Symbolism. It was, it was because it was, uh, because it was, um, she didn't want them to think they were actually keeping them there against their will. Oh, I thought it was like, is more what it was. I thought it was like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be flicking the bean while you're here. Oh, what? Yeah. It's symbolic. (laughs) Oh, sure. Like you could, you could, but don't, right? (laughs) Keep that arm. Keep that arm away from me. No, um, but it was it was funny though because she's literally dragging her bed around the room to mm-hmm. look outside to go to the door, and the doctor comes in and she just like unbuckles it like a belt, and <laughs> she has a free arm. She could have done that. Not to mention, literally at any point, she could have summoned a spirit bear <laughs> to kill everybody. She didn't know she could do it yet, James. Whatever, dude. She couldn't bear the thought. <laughs> Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Anyway, though, uh, so she meets all the other kids who are there, uh, all the other mutants that are there for like training, right? But they're there to like figure out whether or not they're uh, uh, basically whether, like, threats whether, to themselves or anybody else. Yeah. So, so the way they the way they kind of pose this is uh, so Doctor Doctor Reyes mm-hmm. is the only <clears throat> staff member in this entire facility. Yeah. And she says, "I'm here to basically transition you, like." Like once adolescence hits, that's typically when mutations start to present like themselves. Thirteen years old, something right? Like that. And so I'm here to make sure. And she even does the because uh, I know that you've you've told me this several times throughout our friendship that baby rattlesnakes are far more oh, dangerous yeah. than adult rattlesnakes. I say that because, because they I've handled one, right? <laughs> it's because without knowing it, yeah. Uh, and the, because. Baby rattlesnakes don't know how to control how much venom they yeah they'll, they'll uh, pump release. you up. they'll pump you full yeah, they'll load. fucking pull, pump you up and it's like a preview best in having sex they'll and pump you full <laughs> and likewise <laughs> likewise the beers uh, are strong tonight likewise everyone. a new mutant doesn't really know the sh- doesn't know the the uh, 
capacity of their power. Kind of like how Rogue was in the first uh, X-Men movie. Right. She sucked the life out of her boyfriend like yeah. without even realizing yeah, what all she, she was doing. Yeah, she did was try to touch his cheek and he almost died. So. She kissed him. She was making out. Oh, did she? It was first base. And then he... <laughs> and he's like, fucking worth got it. The, got the first base, choked out at second. <laughs> worth it, dude. <laughs> um, so she's there to transition them make sure that they're not a threat to themselves or to others and then mm-hmm. transition them to what she says is professor x's well, school she for... doesn't say that she doesn't say that well, the she kids does, assume she says she says my colleagues yeah she that's what she or my she, my, her co- my superior my yeah. superior and the kids think that this must be professor x right. this must be the xavier school if we if we can graduate from here that's where we're going to go right um now my question to you, and I know we're, we're jumping all over the place here. Whatever. Do you know the connections this movie has? What any of the names meant? Like where she was coming from, who her superiors were, and all that? Um, any of this register for you? Because I know that you're not a like the biggest fan of like the X-Men franchise. I'm not. Well, I like, I mean, I like the X-Men franchise. I'm not a huge comic book person. Well, comic so I, or 90s cartoon? Um, I watched it. I, I don't think that okay. I would have been able to recall too much of the so, information. One of the things, and again, I'm jumping here, but like one of the things that they have brought up now, there's a lot of connections between this movie and the X-Men series, uh, Daredevil and not Daredevil, uh, uh, uh Logan, uh, Deadpool and De- Logan. Oh yeah. 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 So there's a lot of connections with this movie <clears throat> with all those, okay. uh, at the very end. So she, Alex Braga's character, Dr. Reyes, uh, she's doing all these, it seems like only, ex, uh, not experiments, but um, these tests Testing. on Danny. Right. And the reason why she's taking blood from her and this and that, she's doing all these tests. And towards the end of the movie, she takes some vials of blood. She puts them in a briefcase. Mm-hmm. And when she shuts the briefcase, you see the name Essex on it. Essex Corp or well, whatever she's, it was. Well, she's always upfront about working with Essex Corp. Well, she's upfront about working with Superior. You don't see the name Essex, though, until later in the movie. Oh, is it? Okay. And the reason that that's important is because if you remember at the end of Logan, did you see Logan? Mm-mm. Okay, so at the end of Logan, there is a post credit scene where they take vials of blood and they put it in a briefcase that has the name Essex on it. Okay. In uh, Deadpool 2, they go to a school that is the Essex School oh. for Gifted, right? Sure. So Essex is the name of it's the given name for Mr. Sinister. If you know who that is from the comics or the cartoon, he's the dude with like the uh the the uh, claw, uh spades? Jazz hands? Spade. <laughs> Jazz hands. <laughs> what uh, are you doing? uh he has like the spades, the diamonds, whatever. It's like a uh deck of cards, like the symbols or whatever, and he's like got a white face and long blue cloak or whatever. Oh, you're talking about uh Gambit. Yeah, Gambit. No, he <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but like Mr. Sinister was a big character in the comics okay. and the X-Men cartoon. All right. Uh, all these movies, like this movie was originally pitched as the first of a trilogy. Right. So they're like these movies were all going in that direction. And mm-hmm. Sinister, Mr. Sinister could have even been the head of the Sinister Six. Well, Sinister Six is, is obviously with him, but like the Sinister Six uh, movie with Venom and all the other uh, uh, Vulture and all the uh, bad guy characters mm-hmm. from these Sony movies okay. or, or Fox movies rather. So like, they were they were building their own <clears throat> franchises, uh, not franchise, yeah, but extended, um, extended extended universe, universe out of yeah. all these movies. Right. So that's interesting in that. Plus. In Logan, they actually show you know the scene where Danny, when she's 
sort of half asleep or whatever, she sees uh, the place where the kids go after there, where they're fighting the dummies and all that. I think it's when... Uh, it's not when she's asleep. It's when... Um, or she's passed when, out or something. No, it's when Magic, when Ileana takes her to Limbo. Is that what it is? I believe so. Okay. Like she takes well, her, she takes her to limbo, and then while she's in limbo, she sees visions of the Essex Corporation and what they do yeah. with kids. Well, the thing teach is, teach them is to be killers. That was recycled footage from Logan. From Logan, yeah. And what doesn't make sense about this is that this movie supposedly takes place the same time as X Men Apocalypse, and that's according to Josh Boone, the director. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense because that was in the eighties. And Logan takes place firmly in like 2027 or something like that. So I don't really understand what they were doing. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, especially without context. I think it was more so probably your the fact that it's recy- recycled footage is not supposed to be a thing that you oh, notice. Oh, I think it was. Oh, I think it was. Well, they, they, they were going to be branching all these movies <laughs> together. That had to have been intentional. Had to have been. Well, I, I guess... Again, without I, the context, though, it doesn't make any sense. Well, I guess I mean, it's it's mutants and, 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 and superheroes. Like, you could think... Like, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen the new Spider-Man movie yet, but I know that every character from every dimension and every period, but that's of, of, period of time shows up. Well, I mean... I guess they've established the time travel in the x-men series too whatever i mean just, uh, how how out of the just, question is it for her to see a vision from the future oh, that's fair that's, a, that seems, fine. that's, that's a fair point right. that's a fair point um i still think though without the added benefit of context though branching the movies together or, or linking the movies together i think that's a little bit weird um but it is what it is but getting back to the movie though i i thought that the movie absolutely suffered and I usually like movies that are like this, but I think that it absolutely suffered from being all in one place. There was literally only, f- what, six characters pretty much in the entire movie outside uh, of a couple of other characters that show up here and there. Yeah, the five kids. But like it's the five kids and Dr. Dr. Reyes, Reyes, and that's it. Right. And I felt like what made this movie suffer so much is that it just never got out of the first act. Like it never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. It was just like them stuck in one situation, and they didn't make the most of it. It yeah. was just kind of—I don't want to say boring, like because boring is not the right word, but it was just repetitive. Like it just the the story never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. You never got like I would have loved for them to have left right at some point, or have more of an adventure, or there'd be something else in in that facility, like different levels they could have gone to, right? Like something. But it well, was even just like the you same only, rooms over like and over and over. See, you, with with Ileana, you see Limbo like twice. Yeah. Do something with that. Go there, like, yeah. Spend a little more time in Limbo. Um, the best part of the movie or was do the some, climax or do at some, the end. Or do some flashbacks or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, show the, something. Like, there was just so much. There was so much. Um, there was a, there was like expose where you could have done a little bit of like i know that they tried to do some flashbacks through the psychokinetic like fuckery that danny was doing yeah unconsciously to all the other kids right it wasn't enough though no it wasn't like the i think the best scenes of the movie took place during the climax when finally uh like magic went outside and she was fighting the bear yeah. with with her dope. with her fucking sweet dragon which was a kitty pride thing in the comics 
uh, you know, you know, Kitty Pryde is. She's in the other movies. She's the girl that walks through walls. And yeah, yeah. Whatever. That was the dragon thing. Was always her thing. Why they gave it to this character, I have no idea. Because huh. that's not part of the the mythos, as far mm. as I'm concerned. Uh, hey, Josh, you're a comic reader. You tell us about <laughs> it. But um, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that was a Kitty Pryde thing. So that was a little bit confusing. But her dragon was fucking sweet. It was cool. And when she was outside fighting it, like that finally, it's like something that's not inside these white walls that well, we've a, been seeing for the entire movie. That's well, a cool character too. Uh, Magic was or Ileana. I thought she was an awesome character. Um, Annie Taylor Joy, Joy is awesome. Oh yeah, she's great. Like she's so. I think her character is my favorite. Her character is entire... my. Her character is my favorite. She's she's such a such a awesome like versatile actress. She's so so like pretty. She's so pretty, but in like such a weird. She looks like a riding uh, uh, the riding dolls. Do you remember those things? Those no. those illustrations. I think they were called riding dolls. She looks like an avatar. Like she a looks brat, like it's like a brat doll. Sort of. She looks like she looks like an avatar, like something, something like a big that, fucking eyes, something that you would build <laughs> with AI, and it's like to, it, it's like totally inhuman looking, but so beautiful. Like she's, do you know what I mean? Like there's, she's very pretty, but like, but just in in such a interesting way. Okay. I don't know. I get it. Like she looks like an alien, sort yeah, of. Yeah, no, I, I 100% get that. But, like, in a good way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Her character was really cool, though, like, and, and the fact that she had the... There's... I like characters who are... I like characters who are born from trauma. I think that they make the most interesting characters. Yeah. And, like, if for her, this, like, alternate universe that she could go to was the place that she would escape to mentally when she was um a, a being subject yeah. being subjected to different forms of trauma as a child and then eventually it became so it became something that she became so dependent upon that it mm-hmm. became real and the dragon the pterodactyl puppet that was on her hand became a real dragon you know like that's but that's the thing all that was real no, that's well, and, that like her, and that was her, and that was her, that was her yeah. mutation. Yeah, like she was somebody who her mutation so, was something out of a Soul Calibur game. In fairness, oh yeah, she was <laughs> pretty <like>, awesome. <laughs> she was like night, like nightmare almost. Kind of, yeah. Her armor looked like a nightmare's armor. It's pretty badass. But that's I, that's what's really cool is like like so she was she was a child who just had a very active imagination was able to escape to this place to like kind of like mentally take a break from what was going on to her going on with her in real life but then her mutation was bringing that to life yeah right yeah which is cool yeah i that's a a cool concept i i actually liked all the mutants powers in this movie i just didn't think that any of them were used to their full potential like in the way that the x-men movies were like i just most of all charlie heaton's yeah i just Everything ended up coming off very shallow because well, none just... of the characters had interesting backstories. None yeah, of them, they didn't really develop any of the characters. Right, they didn't. So they were all very shallow. They spent like, they so much time. Have... They spent so much time doing nothing. Yeah, that they didn't round off any. Like Charlie, Charlie Heaton's character, oh. uh, uh, can't Cannonball. Like what? What the fuck was his actual name? Was, Sam. Sam. Kentucky Sam, boy. Sam Guthrie. Oh, uh, his uh, his accent, dude, his accent was, so was bad. Balls, oh, it was he, so bad. When he was talking, like in his when he was talking in his lower register, he sounded pretty all right. Mm. But then as soon as he got into his upper register, he sounded like damn fucking oh Larry the so, Cable Guy. It was so <laughs> like, bad, dude. That's 
awful. No and wonder it, this movie got held back for so long. <laughs> and he just kept like, I went off and I killed my daddy. Like, yeah, it, like that's just that's terrible. It was and honestly, they, and his his scene, like the the scene where uh, where um um Danny was fucking with him, yeah, without her knowing, and like and like projecting this nightmare for him. That could have been a really cool scene where he was walking through the the mine, yeah, and all the dead miners were looking at him and like turning toward him with their pickaxes and stuff. That could have been such a cool scene, and it just like it ended with like a like just yeah it, okay that was dumb. It's like it's like the movie had good ideas, but like execution wise, nobody had a firm grasp on how yeah. to actually execute this movie. Right, which sucks. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that Josh Boone's a bad director. I'm not saying that any of these people are bad actors. It's just like the combination of everything just didn't work. Well, it sounds like I was reading earlier, like uh, on IMDb, what was the quote, the quote from Josh Boone? He says that he felt. Uh, Josh Boone admitted that he found shooting to be stressful as he felt a bit neutered because he had to tone down the film from his original full horror ideas. But then it's ironic because they shot the movie and then the trailer came out and everybody wanted it to be a horror movie. So then they were going to go back and reshoot everything to make it more of a horror movie. Right. But then it was years past. None of the actors looked the same. And it they had physically eight, right. couldn't do it. Right. So it's like, if I was Josh Boone, I'd be so pissed. Like this is what I fucking wanted to do to right. begin with. Just let you me. You wouldn't do. trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this like, it's... this whole movie, this entire time, just reeks of uh, of studio studio. Oh, yeah. oh god, yeah. Studio overreach, studio over involvement, fuckery. Just like just not letting not letting a person not letting a person film what they envisioned. Yeah, to see you know? their vision come to life. Yeah. Like just there's fuck, just let <laughs> there's because, so much cuz it's the for the past 5 years we've been talking about this and it's been such a cool idea mutants yeah. like X-Men mutants in a, movie, mutants like, in a yeah. fucking horror movie. Yeah. Yes, dude, yeah. that sounds awesome. There was also supposed to be a lot of other stuff that was in the original uh original script and original like shooting script mm -hmm. uh like james mcavoy and uh alexandria ship who played storm mm -hmm. were both supposed to show up in the movie they cut that out early on to because the budgets or whatever they couldn't get them mm -hmm. so they cut that out yeah that would have been awesome to have them show up mm -hmm. uh there's also supposed to be a, a mutant named warlock who was planned to, to appear in the film uh who was supposed to be played by sasha barracone uh, he oh. was going to be the big bad though i believe um but it was too expensive so they removed him speaking of that's another thing that was that that sucked. There was no big bad in this movie. What were they fighting against? Like there was, they were basically just fighting against their doctor, and that's it. Which is not a very compelling story. Well, okay. So here, hold on. I kind of understand. Like this was these were these were five kids who were sort of think about it in terms of like what kids go through in high school. Like put yourself back in high school. It was a shit time. Like sure. things were things were changing in your life. Your body was changing. Like scary hair was showing up in scary places on your body. Sure. And and you were projecting a demon bear <laughs> that tore down churches. Pretty much. Um I understand what they were going for. Like when you when you're when you're a young person when you're uh, a, a very loaded statement you just said by the way why the demon bear that tears down churches oh. I'm a demon bear <laughs> <laughs> when you're young you can often be your own worst enemy right sure. 
Absolutely. Because you allow other people's you you allow other people's opinions of you to create negative feelings within yourself where the negative feelings kind of take over and and you just tailspin, right? Sure, absolutely. That kind of makes sense in this context. You've got five young people who not only are going through the perils of normal uh, adolescence but also the perils of learning that they're mutants with these crazy powers. Like, I can't make out with my girlfriend because she might burst into flames, right? I can't go to sleep because I might uh, project my best friend's worst nightmares. Sure. I can't can't go down into a mine with my daddy because I might go off and cut him in half with my cannonball self. Yeah. Right? Sure. So... I understand why they wouldn't necessarily need a big bad in this movie because in this movie these five kids are their own worst enemies. I, I and still it's kind feel of like, like it's it's about overcoming those those trials and tribulations that you go through as a as a youngster. But there was but I feel like the big bad though comes into play when all five of those people need to get past their own demons to work for a common good. That's kind of how these movies work. It's kind and of I, and I get not I get bucking tradition and not doing it that way. I do. But I, I feel like not having that, there was it was missing the semblance of like unity and team but that the, the story was. It's kind of what happened though. It is it kind is. of what happened though because because is, Danny, Danny was spirit bear. Danny right? was unaware of the fact that the the demon bear was her her deal. Was her shit, right? Sure. Like she was unaware, she was unaware of the fact that she was projecting the worst nightmares of all of her friends, and so they just they didn't know what was going on. They just knew that, like, oh, these creepy smiley face guys are showing up, and I and my dead ex girlfriend is suddenly showing up in the pool, and my dead dad is showing up in the mine. None of them knew why. So it, it was there was a big bad in the sense that like. They had to collectively overcome their own demons and then all actively fight against Danny's greatest demon. And then Danny herself had to. I thought the end was just kind of fucking stupid. Like, we're like the bear, which the bear was kind of cool, actually. Yeah. It was stupid, but it was kind of. It was a giant bear with red eyes. It was kind of dope. Yeah. <laughs> but but like but it's about to kill everybody and then she just goes no no and it's yeah. like oh shit okay <laughs> I I would have preferred she said it, no I would have preferred it if if Reyes's character right because mm. she, she was kind of the overarching bad character here here's the problem Reyes's character was the overarching bad character for the first two thirds of the movie. And then for the last third, it just shifts into a completely different character. Mm-hmm. That's why it didn't work. There was no building of that character development throughout the whole thing. Now, if Reyes's character's mutation could have been acting on other people's fears, the same, like the way that, like, uh, uh, Moonchild, whatever the fuck her name was, uh, <laughs> what was her name? Moon, Moon, uh, Moonstar, yeah. uh, Danny. Like if maybe like if Danny's mutation and Reyes's mutation were similar, in that like you can feed on everybody else's fears, if she would have become the bear at the end, that would have made more sense because that bear now has the backstory of Reyes, so it's one character building. If throughout Ray, the- if Reyes would have become the bear. No, like, if she could have just projected as the bear, like that was her mutation. Like, she can take the form of other people's nightmares, right? 
So that would have made more sense because you have the Reyes character building the entire time instead of it going from Reyes character for the two th- first two-thirds of the movie and then now Reyes is kind of a subsequent character and the spirit bear is now the main bad. Yeah. It just kind of like... It, it. There was no building of characters. It just, that's why it didn't work to me. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. But like, I just, there was just parts of it just absolutely just, just didn't work. Um, I, I like that yeah. there's, I like the idea cause I've always, and, and I, th- I've always known the saying as wolves, there are two wolves that live inside us and you know, one is, sure. one is good and full of it's virtue, what, one sides, is bad two wolves, whatever, and yeah. the one who grows bigger is the one that you feed. Right. Sure. Um, so it's the same idea with the bear. She talks about it in the beginning. I like the idea. I, I like the the idea that like her fear and insecurity is manifested into this giant fucking bear. That's kind of cool. Yeah. The but bear just... the bear was cool. It looked like it should have been like on a skateboard in the early two thousands. <laughs> that's that's what it looked like. It totally... It's a sweet birdhouse bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's a cool idea. I just don't. I don't know. It just didn't. I don't know. It no. didn't land. I I hate to say this, but I can totally understand why the studio just kept pushing it like that was low man on the totem pole like even after watching it like i can understand why they might have moved that one around to make room for movies they had more faith in because honestly it just didn't it wasn't as good as it should have been and i hate to say that but but I get what it. if they had just stepped aside and let josh boone well, do what that, he was gonna do that could that's any movie though in fairness that's that's any movie i guess it all depends no, on what you do with it I realize that, but like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess they, they didn't. You can't win them all, James. That's just, that's more of the story. And I guess they didn't really have much to go off of. It was Not really. the fault in our stars. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, okay, so you've done what? Uh, uh, I, you remember that movie, The I, Fault in Our Stars? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I directed that. Okay, we don't know what that is. All right. Um, your movie's not going to be released for five years. <laughs> uh, anyway, though, um, if you had let's, let's let's start a new thing. We, we did this a little bit in the past. Let's start a new thing though for this year. Moving oh, forward, okay. Uh, pick the better of the the better of the two movies. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> pick the better of the two movies. Um. Well, this one's pretty obvious. Yeah. Mutant was better. Mutant was the better movie. Mutant yeah. was Mutant was far more entertaining. I agree. Uh, I love the practical effects. Um, score was awesome. I don't know. Just everything uh, about it. Uh, everything that, that Mutant was good at, New Mutants was not great at. New Mutants had some potential to be something cool, and it just... It shit um, the bed. It just shit the bed. It shit the bed. Absolutely. It's the best way to say it. Yeah. So, so all right. I think that's, that's it. You got anything else to week? say? No, no. Oh, I think we've touched everything. All right. Well, uh, I've definitely touched everything. <laughs> hey but this, <laughs> But there might be more... Um, (laughs) all right. So, uh, until next week, two weeks from now, who knows? We might go back to normal eventually. It'll be a surprise when it happens. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Uh, until our next. You people aren't good enough to know. Fucking people. Until our next episode, if you would like to find us on uh, social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzed Kill PC. We're on all major streaming sites. So please tell a friend, you know? Yeah, if you know you somebody know. that you know. likes uh, likes mutants. Yeah, tell them. You know, tell them about it. You know, it's good. 
And if you want to, if you want to find us, uh, if you want to find us camping this summer, just uh, Sleeper State Park, baby. Just hang out around Sleeper State Park. <laughs> Come hang out with us. Come hang out. I promise you, if the if only, you've... the only, the only, the only rule is, it's it's all bottomless all the time. Oh yeah, of course. Shirts, if... shirts and shoes, socks are fine. Hats, whatever. It's bottomless yeah. though, all the time. Find the dudes hanging out with their wanging out, and uh, that's probably us. Yeah. And if you and if you randomly find us, I promise you, we will hang out with you all weekend. Totally. You're 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 in the group for life at that point. For life. As what, long as what long. did I just promise? <laughs> I think you promised to hang brain with a bunch of dudes if they show up. You know what? That I kind of I, I kind of knew my life was heading there anyway. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> good. Fine. I'm fine with that. I'm pretty comfortable with that actually. Yeah, yeah we're good. So, we're good. All right, we'll see you next week in a couple weeks. Cheers, sir. Cheers, bud. See you. Bye.